Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get From these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective Gotta fill your voice Coming with the podcast Talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that And we're down with Fightful, better fall back Coming for respect We connect like a ball bat No need to double check These are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Man, I wish you guys could see the uh, intro that I get to see, which is Reg singing along with the theme uh, uh, right as I did it that. starts. Yeah, and I do too because it's it's one of my favorite parts of my Saturday. All right, Will Washington, stop the fucking podcast. Brian Danielson and Lee Moriarty are wrestling on fucking Wednesday. I don't care about anything. I don't care about what topics we have. I don't care about what I did last night. I don't care about what shows y'all watched last night. I don't care about what anybody in the comments has to say. Brian Danielson and Lee Ooh. Moriarty are wrestling each other on Dynamite. On you guys don't television people. I don't think people really understand the magnitude of this. Lee Moriarty's brand new to AEW Dynamite. Um, it's you know, there's a lot of hype behind him, but this man is inspired by this man, Brian. He's Danielson. a technical marvel, and it is all based it's on because Brian of, Danielson. Yeah, yeah, this guy is is the catalyst for a lot of what goes on now. And for him to be wrestling Brian Danielson on Dynamite, it's like you can't even you couldn't write a better story for this for Lee to be having this incredible match with Brian Danielson, who has been on fire, hasn't had a bad match in like 500 years. I don't even know the last time he had a bad match, <laughs> even when he was walking through the matches in WWE still were incredible. So this match is going to be great. I haven't even thought about anything else in the world in the last <laughs> since i found out about this match since you guys were tweeting while i was at the show ruining this show i forgot about the show that i was at i had to leave the show to take a moment and just like be like yo what dude me looking at my phone like what uh, what it just like i no nah, honestly like first off i thought the 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 confrontation on rampage was was amazing like uh that whole segment of you know brian talking about uh well you know, I know what you're thinking that Moxley teamed up with Punk, uh, but that's a one-time thing. But I'm talking about what did he say? He said it's a one-night night stand. I'm talking about a long-term relationship, and uh, and he's like, he can have that, but I'm talking something on the long term. And then Matt Seidel walks in, and they're talking about Lee. But then the way Lee stepped up and was like, "Look, y'all are talking about me like I'm not here." And then he stepped up and he was like, "You want to see violence? I'll show you violence." And Brian's like, cry. "That's what I wanted to see." Like mm -hmm. honestly, I thought. I, I was yeah, that was like proud dad moment. Jeez, um, I was so man. happy to see that. This but hey, let me welcome people to Grapsity, Righteous Reg, who's here also here. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little excited. <laughs> yeah. Um Righteous Reg is here, Philip Lindsay's here. We are here, we are in the building. Yes, and no, officially I am here. Righteous Reg, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster in the game. It's been a crazy week. It's been a crazy month. It's been a crazy year already. I don't know. Things are happening so quickly, so fast. There's so much coming that we haven't even told y'all about. It's kind of crazy. So I shout know, out to right. y'all for being here on Saturday morning. Yeah. And uh, I'm Will Washington. This is Saturday. It is February 12th, 
2012 or 2012 2022 sorry uh, <laughs> damn you went all the way back i'm 10 years off yeah 2022 <laughs> my bad um it was the 12 that, that threw me off 2022 uh and yeah i decided to zoom out my camera by the way so you have like a whole different perspective on my basement where wow. i do this show um mm-hmm. and uh yeah, also, I got my Yo Fightful Graps. Ooh, uh, that's fire. Yes. That's fire. Super fire. Uh, man. So. And you too could go get that. Yes. Shop.fightful.com. Look at that. Look at Phil. Uh, no, yeah, grab that. Beep, beep. Yep. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I needed a new hoodie, and I, I was between this one. Uh, I also did pick up, uh, that should be here next week, but if you haven't checked out um, Josiah Williams' is, uh, yeah, he's got Ooh. some cool gear out. Um Support black talent and yep. uh, definitely pick that up. I did buy his hoodie as well. Um, so it, it's hoodie season. I got some good hoodies. Not anymore. Hey. It's hot as hell in Oakland. I was sweating. I've been sweating all week, man. I'm mad. Uh, I just hey. got that Grapsity hoodie and I only wore it one time. It's done. I'm putting it away till next uh, winter, whenever that week is for California. Yeah, it, well, <laughs> it, folks, yeah, it, it snowed uh, big time yesterday. Oh. Uh, so as a matter of fact, you know, first thing this morning was getting out and shoveling uh, so my wife can leave for her hair appointment in 30 minutes. Uh, and so uh, that's that's a Colorado morning. And, you know, it's funny, too, is my wife, uh, we had to go out yesterday for my my daughter's movie premiere, which I tweeted about. And shout out to your daughter for that. That's a big. Yeah, uh, that's uh, a big there's stuff I didn't even tweet about because uh, after it was over, um, they they announced that they were going to do uh, uh so basically there were a few short films being premiered at this at this thing uh that we went to yesterday and my daughter was in one of them she actually uh it was a movie called camp coba uh a short film it's like 15 coba. Um, <laughs> and she played in the movie a ghost uh this was the first film she had acted in, but she played the, wow. the she played the ghost of a girl who died at that camp and like was haunting Yeeks. um uh, one of the camp goers who I guess felt responsible for it. Uh, and I, th- that's all important to say because um, so they passed around these cards at the end and they were going to do an award ceremony uh, for uh, best actor uh, in the entire thing, right? And uh, I could sense like people, like my daughter making people cry, right? And I'm like, I nudge my wife, I'm like, she's got this. Uh, like, she's, she's, she's got this. And uh, but then as we're watching more of the movies, I'm like, maybe not. You know, some of these are pretty good. Uh, but then as they start passing around the cards and they're like, okay, we're going to, uh, everybody's going to vote and then we'll mingle or they'll play some music, everybody dance. It was a big party. Um, and then we'll reconvene and we'll announce the winners. And uh, right as they start passing everything along, this dude behind me uh, taps my shoulder and he's like, which one was your daughter? And I turned to my wife and I'm like, she's got this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she got it. She got. And sure enough, they uh, they bring the top three on stage and they announce the two runners up. And as soon as they announce the second runner up, uh, oh, I, I see my daughter. She just explodes. And then they hand her a mic. And of course, this is the first movie she's ever acted in, and the first award she's ever won. Right. So she had no idea that they were even going to present awards. So they're like, what do you have to say? She's just like, thanks. Well, I'm like, okay, we gotta talk, man. I gotta get, get it's that never ending. Going. It's forever. I know uh, it's been going it's, since 2012, apparently. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> nah, um, but she, uh, like, I gotta 
we had to talk afterward about, okay, so going forward, uh, you may win awards as time goes on. <laughs> you got to, like, thank the people that help make it happen. Right. Uh, you know, you got to thank your director. You got to thank, thank me. Yeah. First of all. Thank you for these acting lessons. Yeah. I, I, every Saturday, right after this show, when I, if anybody's ever wondering why I got to go, um, like why it's like a hard out uh, when we do, it's because uh, at – 12.30 Mountain Time, it's 2.30 Eastern, she has acting lessons every mm-hmm. Saturday, and I have to be like, okay. And look, we gotta they go. paid off, baby. They paid off. Yeah, award she's... winning already. In the yeah, she's an award winner. how the Washington has... family does it. She got to connect with their big uncle, too. Like, he needs to I mean, they some advice. The greatest black <laughs> guest star in the history of the world. Gotta, you know, big uncle has to come in part some words. Like they have, they lit, have been talking. They FaceTime and they, they talk, and you know, she gives, uh, he gives her little lessons and things like that. He's like, "This is what I did on Sister Sister." Then I came in like, this "Well, here's the weird part." That shit. <laughs> I, like, I know most actors have like big aspirations, things like that. Like, they want to be in Academy Award winning films and all of that. And like my daughter's ten, she just mm-hmm. wants to be in sitcoms. Like that right. is like her ultimate goal is she's just yep. like I just want to be in a sitcom. Netflix, and, let's get it. Come on, man. <laughs> I like your boy Netflix. We need that we, money. We need to see her on Disney Channel doing the wine thing. Yeah, That's a, no, honestly, <laughs> and she's gonna be mad at me for putting this out there, but she like practices that shit in the mirror That's where like up. she wants That's to do the up. wand. That is the goal. I'm is... about to at Disney right after this podcast. <laughs> Yo, I got some talent for y'all. Come through Disney Channel, her, Disney Plus, whatever y'all need. Come on. Her lifetime goal is to to do the wand, make the ears, and then at, like I almost want to put it together for her just like as uh, one of my video projects or something, mm-hmm. just to you know just to say she's done it but need, that is we, the goal we need her to pop on at the beginning of one and hit like this is rhapsody <laughs> yes <laughs> that's fire i would hey, like that <laughs> but uh we want to interact with everybody here we love uh you know it it's my favorite part of the week is getting to sit with these guys and do rhapsody uh but another big part of rhapsody is getting to hear from you guys uh via the super chats via the humper chats humperchats.com is the way you send us a humper chat and uh yeah you can definitely check that out um and i'm actually in the process of pulling up said humper chats humper uh, chats as always we appreciate y'all sending super and humper chats because y'all yes. are very generous y'all are very cool and y'all help a, help a couple brothers out you know we yeah like that's it. true uh and we got a humper chat from van twin blade says keith lee and his magnificent chest are free also the uh the uncle well phil, he's not free anymore <laughs> the uncle phil bill uh is an amazing shout for a signature move the uh, uncle phil bill is tremendous that's a great that's name for her. that's so also good. are either of you guys coming to st louis for black wrestlers matter on the 19th i will not be <laughs> Um, I've been asked to travel a lot of places this month and, uh, I, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I've, I'm only taking one trip this month because I've got three in March. And so, uh, three. it's, it's like, that boy then, is out there and then possibly April because, you know, I'm looking at Dallas and I'm finding it hard to say no. So, on, uh, with pressure, so much pressure. <laughs> and, 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 and it is a wrestling trip that I'm taking in February. Uh, so, I, 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 yeah, I can't take any more. Um, I was even uh, talking to uh, Mikey Ruckus about the uh, 
the uh, our themes. So that that was news since the last time oh, we yeah. did a show. Was that our oh themes yeah, on dark. I yeah. forgot. Uh, yeah, our, I, our music, our music yeah. played on dark. Uh, and I so I had a moment to say <laughs> the <did>. least. <laughs> I called um, Reg. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't. Believe, I was conveniently and left my favorite at the Chinese food spot. I'm like, what's Will Washington calling for? Will's like, did you hear? I'm like, did I hear what? I'm trying to get some Chinese food, man. He's like, they played our song on Dark. I'm like, Will, stop. Don't. Don't say this to me right now. Don't play with me. I don't have time for this, man. I'm just trying to enjoy my Saturday, man. Don't do this to me. Did you you do like the scene in that thing you do where you just like stood on top of a table and like you started playing it from your phone? Like, that's my song! (laughs) No, I just ran outside and spun in a circle like I made it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I got home and I and I found the clip and I'm gonna just be honest with everybody. I had a nice, good, joyous cry. It was, it just it happened and it didn't stop happening for a while. And I was just like, yo, I worked a lot. As I explained on this podcast, worked very hard to get to this moment. For this moment, I worked 30 years for this moment. Being a wrestling fan, writing about wrestling, podcasting about wrestling, being at wrestling shows, being backstage wrestling, talking to wrestling. All the things that I've done have brought me to this moment. So all these emotions came, a wave of emotions, and it was it was amazing. Uh, Hobbs called me on the day that it aired. Uh, I think it's Tuesday. He called me on Tuesday and wanted to say that he was mad at everybody for spoiling it. So whoever spoiled it for me, he said he wanted me to see it live. He's going to find you and he's going to spine buster you. (laughs) Sucks for you, man. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, good, crazy, great moment. I want to also say on the podcast, thank you to Will Washington for this moment. Also, he played a really big part in bringing me onto this project. This podcast uh, is a big catalyst for that too. He played a big part in this. He produced the song. Like all these, all these things came together at the great oh, man, right I moment. Up. Yeah, man. <laughs> like it, it, it's a lot. I really appreciate everything that, that you did too, man, because you helped achieve my dreams. Shout out to Mikey Ruckus, who also played a huge part in making this whole thing happen. Like we, you know, like. It's been so much to get here, and we made it happen. And they put our song on a show, and that's really all that hey. I wanted in this world. So that was amazing to see. Thank you to Will Hobbs, Powerhouse Hobbs, the my brother. Oh, my God. He was like, he's just so nonchalant about everything. He's like, yeah, that's how we do it. We're supposed to have each other's back. I'm like, give me a little bit more, but that's but that, <laughs> that hey. is powerhouse Hobbs. that's how i get that was like we're doing it that that gave me everything so shout out to everybody shout out to phil Lindsay also because he's a big part of the reason that i'm here in this space we're all here in this space i want to say thank you to everybody to all the fans because this has been a great moment man like uh, this has been a crazy week all this has been insane and i I just want to show my appreciation to y'all thank you listen hey if your daughter wants advice on how to do an acceptance speech (laughs) <laughs> that's how you do it acceptance that's it yeah um, no man i'm Thank incredibly you. proud of you guys and man when sometimes you guys see me tweeting stuff when album and announced stuff comes out and i look a little annoyed it's because i'm proud of these dudes and right. i don't like how people are like shitting on something that i've seen these guys be excited about mm-hmm. from day one and i didn't have anything to do with this album but you know am kind of interviewing for people for it for bleach report which is kind of cool yeah and i you know it was very hard for me to not you know also gush over my guys because i was like because <laughs> one of the people that i, I i'm asking questions is red velvet and i'm like 
man, my man's produced this record. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> and so man, and, like, and no. you had to hear the record like a hundred times after right. I finished it. Right. Yeah, because right. we got it in because I got it while we were in uh, Atlanta for Terminus. You got and it so, during the podcast. Yeah, I got it during the podcast, it. and then I listened to it like a thousand times afterwards. So, nah, man, <laughs> happy for these guys, man. Really cool to see us link up, and not us as in the three of us, as in us. us. As in black people link up yep. and just yep. seeing man the big homie Graham get jumped jump, jump Ooh, on to see Josiah slide Graham. in to see Mega Rand jump on Rated oh, R Rich man. all these guys link for this is just Montezzi, really really cool, homies, all, everybody came through uh, I'm there's a couple tracks that I heard that I'm like damn like that Lee Moriarty track is fun. I'm like this yo is dope, man. can it's I get hard. on the can I get on the remix or something because bro that shit's fire yeah there's it's a bunch hard. of songs yo, that like that bunch of stuff like that man. that and, that Lee segment they showed during oh, dark was fantastic so I loved good. it so good you know, so good I'm gonna say though uh, I didn't get to use everything I wanted to use uh, because you know I had that that other beat that you heard and you and Reg was even like oh man I, I want to. You know, he's like, this one's more my style. Um, and all I got from Mikey on that one was, there'll be more. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't get to use everything I wanted to use. Uh, and there was one. And, I mean, and there's was, a million wrestlers always yeah. coming in. There's always <laughs> things, And he so. was like, hey, he's like, there's going to be room. There's going to be room for this one. Don't worry. So, because that, that's probably the beat I'm happiest with. Like, I, I went ahead because I sent you the clip of like halfway through it, and I'm like, mm. let me just finish this up. And honestly, I'm, I was like, this, this is, man, this is one of my favorites now. But oh, yeah. uh, I didn't get to get this one on the album. But I don't know if you guys know this, and but as our listeners, like, but like sometimes I look at other podcasters' stuff outside of their podcast, and I'm like, yo, this guy's dope. And that's kind of how mm-hmm. the Graham thing came about. Cause like, like the yep. Graham's dope. And yeah. like my man at the Almanac show, um, Julio, man makes dope music. It's, mm-hmm. it's a it's a lot oh, of guys he does. Out here yeah, that makes he good does. music, man. Fire. Yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, shout out to Graham because had he not posted those uh, um, those raps back in December, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have known that um, yep. he has skills at all. And that was uh, yo, he was killing that, it that day. I was like, bro, what's going on? I know. <laughs> does he and that, check? And, mm-hmm. and that was what made me think back to. Uh, when it was like, okay, we need one more person for the Hobbs track, uh, I, my brain went, Graham. Like, yep. I, I, because honestly, hey. I didn't know when the project came about that, that Graham had it like that. And so, uh, because that was early December, uh, mm-hmm. that or like late November that it all came about, but then Graham posted those clips in December, and I was like, how do we not know this? It's so... Uh, Can't be keeping no, that a secret, out. Graham. You got to put that out there all yeah. the time. All these fools got to know. I'll Graham. start yeah. the show with a rap. As uh, as you see, I start <laughs> this show with a rap. Come on, man. Like, yo, if you got bars, you have to let them know. Yeah. Hey, uh, we got some super chats, though. I want to get to shout out to Chris. He said, this super chat is for Will's movie star daughter. I uh, would love to hear how the premiere went and what a proud papa moment that was for you. Yeah, I mean, the premiere was fun. Um, and, yeah, it, it was a, a cool I mean, that was the first, like, premiere I'd ever been to. Right. And that was, uh, I mean, it was a party. You know, it was, everybody was getting down. Everybody, you know, my uh, my wife, as soon as we get in, she looks around. She's like, I see everybody with wine glasses. I'm going to figure out where that's coming from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. And she did. Uh, so <laughs> And she <then>. did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was fun. I mean, it snowed really bad yesterday. So Shit. I was, uh, so everybody who made it out, 
you know, it, there was a really good turnout. I wasn't sure what it was going to. It was look like, like that Chicago Dynamite again, huh? Like, are yeah, people going to make it? I don't know, but now nah, they like mean, we about to pull up. Yeah, MJF I mean, and Punk are, like, are there. <laughs> Your daughter's MJF and Punk. They're like, we got to go see MJF <laughs> and Punk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, shout out to my parents because you know my dad is seventy nine, but uh, he he made it out. Um, they're not, they not about to miss that grandbaby shining I, moment. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody made, it, like all the family made it out for this one. But then, yeah, you know, the, obviously there were multiple actors in that movie. Um, and so it was just like a, a big scene. Everybody was dressed nice. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't as much food as I would have hoped because it was one of those all day. Uh, I'm like, what's for dinner? What's for dinner? Right. I'm like, ah, we're going to this movie premiere. There'll be food. And mm, there was food. like, like yeah, yeah, it was like little finger food. So we like mm-hmm. got pizza afterward. <laughs> right. I mean, you have to celebrate that W too. So yeah, it's pizza and, time. And for the first time, so. Uh, back to pizza conversation. Sorry, Phil. <laughs> but uh, you know we ended up Phil's getting. Like, Dom- I'm out of here. Like we ended up getting Domino's, right? You know how Domino's has the. See, he's talking crazy again. Look, Phil's offended again already. Uh, no. for it. Look, man. <laughs> hey, when it is ten o'clock at night and y'all just want to eat something, Domino's hits the spot. And uh, so you know, Domino's has a little car side pickup, and they have it like. If we don't get your pizza to you in two minutes after you pull up, you get a free pizza. And, like, they always beat the timer. Not this time. They actually missed it, and I had to get my free pizza. So that was cool. Wow, look at that. They missed. They actually missed the timer. It was Uh, the Washington's night last night. That was just clean I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was mad because it was like, because they said. (laughs) Bring my pizza. uh, Well, because the whole thing says within two minutes from when you pull up, right? I'm trying to pull up the thing, right? Uh, and they did not get it to me for like 10. So it wasn't like I, I pulled up and they were like 10 seconds late or whatever. It was like, all right, where the hell is the pizza? Like now we're, now it's bad. (laughs) So they did send me my free pizza, uh, and we're good. So it was a good night. Good Friday night. Um, Dante says, Grapsity continues to influence the world. Thank you. Speak on it, Dante. Hey, before I forget, by the way. Shout out to Brian F on that collage. That was awesome. Yeah, Just that, seeing that us cool. linked with so many of our peers. Man, I didn't expect I, to see that. that I, was really wait, cool. I don't know what y'all are talking about. I thought y'all were talking about a wrestler. Uh, oh, you haven't seen it? Um, I haven't. If you go to, I, I think I, I think I shared it through our account. If you go, there's like a big collage with like of, of, of us of. and a bunch of other uh, content creators, referees, wow. and other outside wrestling influences. Oh, that was dope. look at that. Yeah. Where's me? What picture did they use of me? <laughs> uh, do I look fly? <laughs> Damn, we are dope. Look at all these dope ass black people. Oh, that's me. Uh, yeah, okay, I like it. <laughs> look at this guy. This guy, man, gives a little bit of gives a little bit of fame, man. He's 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 even up on us. <laughs> man, I mean, like, if you need my headshot. My email is. <laughs> yeah, no, I was really happy Shout to see out to Brian yeah. F. That's super dope. Like, yeah, to us, really cool. we, we keep saying this. We just started this podcast in October, man. Like, this is still very new, and we're just, like, doing it. So, like, yeah. shout out to Brian F. That's dope. Uh, Jester Design says, this week was Black Excellence. All Ooh. the best matches had us I'm in them. telling you. You're uh, speaking on it. Yeah. Derek says, uh, so... 
We really getting Crouching Tiger hitting Dragon on Dynamite for free. <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm in WWE mode. Like they're gonna swerve us. Like they're gonna come out and be like, or they, like Brian Daniels is gonna come out and then they're gonna go to the back and Lee's gonna be knocked out back there. It's like some nah, dumb things gonna, gonna happen. Gonna I know, it. like I know that uh, Tony Khan hasn't done that yet. That they, they haven't had a moment like that yet in AEW where it's like a fake out. So I know it's gonna happen. It's gonna be amazing. I'm trying to. Uh, lower my expectations because I'm gonna have an anxiety attack before Wednesday because I, bro, what man, what? Is, no, I, I mean I, honestly, I, I had to look up the tweet because I'm like, I'm pretty sure I tweeted back in October, like right after Lee signed. Uh, I said, look, all I want for my birthday is Brian Danielson versus Lee Moriarty, and granted that was October and we're four months removed from that, but we got it. So happy belated birthday! It still happened. It birthday. still happened. <laughs> it still happened extremely quick too. Like they yeah. could have. Like it. There'll be more. Like this will mm -hmm. be one that they'll look back on the highlight and be like, "Remember the first time they went at it? Now they went at it five hundred times for the AEW Championship." Mm -hmm. And Reggie is. I, no one know what happened to Reggie because excitement like shot him over the moon somewhere. <laughs> He's gone forever. We haven't seen him. We haven't seen him in years from these matches. So nah, he just, got. Bro. Yeah, he just got launched into space like yeah, Isaiah he's Cassidy. Gone. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got Uncle uh, Phil build yeah. out of the world. Uh, so Kimberly says, just wanted to say that I'm proud of you guys. It is awesome to see you all making a mark in the wrestling world. Thank I, you, I, I honestly, honestly, when we started the show, I just wanted to talk with my guys. I had no idea that it was, I want to talk yeah. shit on a wrestling podcast. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be fun. Uh, <laughs> Ryan says, uh, the song was awesome. Hope he uses it more. Uh, Drew says, all three of you are genuinely wonderful people who deserve your success. Congratulations on this and your future success because it's not done here. Thank you. I we got some stuff that. coming. I'm telling yeah. you. Uh, Ralph. Okay. Ralph says, hella proud of the three of y'all and what y'all do. Always great to see my black brother succeed. Mad love to y'all from Birmingham, Alabama. Thank Ooh, you. Oh, yeah. Appreciate that, bro. My Appreciate dude, that. Deontay says, happy Valentine's Day to the fam. Uh, I'm amazingly proud of y'all for the pod, uh, album and podcast. Uh, Keith Lee is happy and free, and Jay White, much love, y'all. You guys, um, did you not see after that Keith Lee match that they said Keith Lee is all elite? That's not free anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he is signed. He has he has his name on a dotted line. Um, what are y'all doing for the old Valentine's Day? I, gotta, uh, I mean, I saw Reg tweeting about uh, that he got. Uh, you, you got the laundry hookup at the moment, so whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that's just what well, I'm saying. That's just like I'm just taking my clothes over here. I have some friends, and they all have their friends that they're gonna do their thing with. I'm gonna be over here as a single person enjoying nothing. I'm gonna have two <laughs> days that I went to the grocery store, and it's a Super Bowl and Valentine's Day mania, and I'm like. Both of these things have zero interest to me. Get all these red balloons and bullshit out of here. Get all this <laughs> NFL bullshit out of my way. I'm just trying to get some red vines really quickly. So this weekend is nothing for me. I don't care about football, and I don't care about Valentine's Day. I, uh, I'm i going to see uh, – so my wife and I, we have a, a date tonight. We're going to go see Chris Ooh. Red. Um, oh, that's a sir. Yeah, he's he's uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not that kind of date, Phil. Yeah, we're dropping. <laughs> Maybe afterwards. I mean, if Chris Red is uh, is hitting, you might. Yeah, we're we're, yeah, we're dropping the kids off of my parents, and then yeah, we're gonna go see Chris Red. That's what's um, up. Chris Red is dope. Yeah, he is, and honestly, he's not at SNL anymore. Well, he Saturday? is. Well, uh, so the uh, Winter Olympics are oh, going right Olympics. now. So right. uh, I I learned 
that apparently he does this is what he does whenever SNL does not have a show he's doing something uh, so he books his weekends doing stand up when there's no SNL uh, so there's a new show he's coming out with a new show on think on Peacock that looks really dope too so mm-hmm. shout out to Chris Red that's going to be a dope show yeah, for y'all so going to see Chris Red uh, do stand up tonight so that'll be fun um and Phil didn't say what he's doing for Valentine's Day. Yeah, he tried to dodge I'm, that question. I'm doing a whole bunch of nothing. I'm probably <laughs> going to watch the Super Bowl. I'm trying to figure out where I'm going. I've got invited places to watch it, but I'm not a big football fan, but I'm watching that uh, Valentine's Day. I don't know. I'm oh, probably... I kind of want to see the halftime show. Yeah, That's pretty I much did. the only thing I'm super interested in. I mean, shout out to uh, to Swerve, who's going to the Super Bowl. He would. Uh, yeah, so, well, first off, I mean, he, so here's the thing. Uh, he's a Rams fan. My brother is a mm-hmm. huge Rams fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there, uh, Swerve, though, I don't. I don't want to know what he paid for this ticket, but I know he he had posted um, the uh, what he was looking at, and I mm. saw him, and I'm like. I don't even want to know. Mm. I, I don't that man need know. a contract after how much money he spent. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna start calling the wrestling companies for like, yo. Super Bowl is crazy. Can I come through? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's dope though. He was. I saw that video he posted right after the Rams won, and he was. He didn't know how to act. <laughs> yeah, no. Can, can, can we him. just talk about as as a as a man that is old and washed? Um, after most holidays, I get excited for candy being half off and Bruh. it's not even the good candy after have yeah. valentine's day valentine's uh-uh. day just sucks man look, look at holiday yeah, out, of here, man. out of here man come on they have people spending up hey, their good hard you know, money trying to impress their significant others that they should be impressing every day come hey, on easter candy is already out and i'm a big uh um, easter candy is yeah i, I so easter I love, candy smacks jelly beans are like so i'm man. i'm like i've been obsessed for like the last like 15 years with uh starburst favorite jelly beans like those mm-hmm. are like when I get, as a matter of fact, it's funny I said that because I finished the go. pack already. Uh, <laughs> Those are fire. Those are fire. Not even April yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, not even April yet. I saw them. There, there's a fruit punch and a watermelon flavor in there. I think it's because you're black. You can't help it. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is I've been enjoying these for years, right? They are my go to. Like, I remember WrestleMania weekend, I, I stopped at Target on the way to the airport. And I was like, you know what? I just like stuffed my bag full of them, and so I grabbed like five bags that I had just like WrestleMania five weekend. Bags. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and I was just like carrying them around, just like every anytime somebody saw me at WrestleMania weekend, I was like eating Starburst jelly. This is uh, that, that <laughs> is the theme of our podcast: is eating beans <laughs> at wrestling shows. What, what is going on? Yeah, it's not just me. It's not just what? me. Thank God, finally another bean eater. Will's yeah. been hiding in the shadows this whole time, and he's been bringing beans to the show too. <laughs> no, but I, I, what I was going to complain about is something changed this year. I don't know what it is, but something tastes slightly off about them Uh-oh. in 2022. And it's like they like changed the formula of just like one of them, right? Because the it's because it's, it's like multiple flavors in here. <laughs> but they changed something. Like, this off. formula not hidden. There's only yeah. one guy buying five bags at a time. <laughs> Rest, nobody else is buying these. We got to switch up this. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> they changed something, though. And I reached out to my boy Colin Harris because he's a big starboard. Like, it's like the thing we talk about. Like, he sent me the picture. He's like, hey, they're out. Like, it is it is our <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> they got the launch thing. Yeah, they got they the launch thing for jelly beans, bro. What the hell is the starboard jelly beans? He sent me the picture. The moment he saw him on the shelf, he's like, hey, the favorites are out. And I messaged him. I'm like, hey, does something taste off this year? And he's like, yeah, something's off. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I know it's not just me. Okay, good. Oh, I wasn't sure if I got it like a tainted bag or something, but Starburst, like fix it, go back. This, These ain't right. We need another batch? Come yeah, on, we man. need another batch. Something's off with these. 
I don't like we need, it. We need to get our Rock Nation rep to yep. holler at those people <laughs> at Starburst. And, uh, all right, oh, come man. Couple more. Uh, we got Oscar says, uh, "What do you think of Keith Lee's interest, entrance theme? Ruckus is really talented. I like it. Um, it fits I, Keith Lee. It fits him. Yeah. Now um, I know the, the the major complaint is that you know Keith Lee has traditionally sung his theme songs going back to the Indies, mm-hmm. and for the first time we don't have his voice on a theme song. And uh, I, I like Mikey's response of, yep. "Man, I didn't find out about." any of this till this weekend and i wasn't going to make this man leave his wedding to go record a verse for me right hey so, no shout out to ruckus too for also he does that very often tony Khan will be like you have an hour to put this theme out can i have it and mikey ruckus comes through every single time and does it yeah and that's a that's hard dude like, I, you know what though? you're the gonna be I- instantly judged and he's just like here you go the thing i like about it by the way is how he said tony goes about telling him where he'll do like the three-way call to be like, hey, so I got uh, my friend on the phone. I want to introduce you to Keith Lee. Bro, come on. That is pressure on pressure. Right. Man. And it's like, uh, okay, let's do this theme song. I love that, though. That, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just That's a job, that. man. That's yeah. a hell of a job. Hell yep. of a job. Well, especially because, like, that's you got to be, like, the ultimate secret keeper at that point, mm-hmm. right? Because... Uh, yeah, like obviously he has the most heads up on anybody who's coming into the company because he's got to have the theme ready. He's got to have all of that prepared. And it's he like, keeps okay. these secrets. Yeah, you got to <laughs> keep the secrets. Uh, There's sometimes like five people that know that a wrestler's coming in, and he's one of those five. <laughs> so yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, well, because he talked about the Brody Lee thing, right? Where like he was just told, making uh, a leader of the Dark Order theme. And then he didn't know who it was until he had to add the wake up your mind line mm-hmm. to it from Brody Lee. And but he was like, you just making the theme for the leader of the Dark Order. Don't worry about who it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, just make the theme. And then when they Crazy. added the voices, that's when it was like, hey, this is Brody Lee's voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's cool. <laughs> um, let's see. We got uh, Nathan says Tony definitely watches Grapsity. I know he has. I don't know if he is, does. He have been watching. Um, but uh, Raphael says, uh, stopping through to show some support. Keep doing what y'all do. Appreciate Thank that, you. Raphael. Appreciate you. Fletcher says, I'm really starting to think Swerve is going to be the Joker in the Revolution ladder match. Maybe. Um, he could be showing up anywhere. Uh, I mean, Can't his, non- his, non-compete is, his non-compete is up this week. So Ooh. a lot of things can happen. He did put that tweet out. I saw that Ooh. last night. Yeah. Somebody's uh, gonna be very busy very soon. Very exciting. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Me neither. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mike, I, I says, haven't tried to put out any fillers at a wrestling company that I like and say that they should book this person. Nope, never, <laughs> haven't done that myself. Nope. Mm-mm. I uh, didn't tell the promoter of West Coast Pro Wrestling to call Shane Swerve. I didn't do that. No, not me. Not me. Uh, Mike says, uh, "Give AQA the Ricky Starks treatment. It was immediately." Apparent, she's going to be a special talent for years to come. Insane WWE let her get away. Uh, I'll talk about that in a second because that's one of our topics. Um, we had Orion says, hashtag Grapsity called it. I died laughing at Isaiah's scream as Keith murked him, uh, just like you guys predicted. Enjoy, gents. I mean, like, honestly, you know, the way Tony had said that, like, he had this vision for Keith, like, the moment he was released, I could absolutely see uh, as a booker. Like, okay, who do I want? Well, it's got to be somebody who, like, can really sell for Keith and who Isaiah. could make 
the cell funnier than Isaiah with the scream. Oh, perfect. This is the one. Hey, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Yeah, people gotta give Isaiah his flowers too, man. Like those the, for the last week or so, he's been fantastic. He had that great TNT match. Yep. He had the he had this match. Yeah. Um, he's doing a great job building this this rivalry that's clearly building to the Hardys um, getting yeah. back together. I think he's doing phenomenal right now. He's doing a he great is. job, man. He's taking a, a leadership role. And beyond those matches that you talk, he's still wrestling on dark and dark elevation. Hey, just man. Two tearing watches. it up all the Two time. Watches. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Two watches. Eh? Killing it. Uh, he says, Will was on that baby D snack. I'm Watch saying. <laughs> <laughs> all the new hostess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we were just talking about that movie yesterday on uh, on Twitter. Because, oh, that's right. Uh, because there was the tweet about... Um, uh, shout out SP3 uh, mm-hmm. asking about sequels. Um, like I'm not the biggest next State Friday property, fan, bro. Yeah, Come on. I'm not the biggest next Friday fan, um, but I recognize why it's loved. Because um, like I get it, next Friday had characters, and that's uh, that is the ultimately the charm of the movie. You right. Know, we brought in Day Day. We had Baby D. I've said my we had uh, my very controversial opinion, I think next Friday is better than original Friday and Ooh. people have very Ooh, what much a take. I think that Mike Epps is Mike Epps is my favorite comedian, so it's like I think that I that think is... that honestly he I'm gonna say it blows Chris Tucker out of the water. Ooh, I think Chris Tucker ow. shit is like it's good, like it's it's cool, it's funny. There's a lot of great moments in the original Friday. It's a classic, but I think next Friday is See, and incredible, I, and I think Friday after next even takes it. Like, all right, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna dis- I'm, I'm gonna agree you with you on one thing, and then hard disagree with you on another. <laughs> I actually do agree that I do like Mike Epps better than Chris Tucker. Okay, thank you. No, Day Day is but, a funnier character than Smokey in yeah, every way. There you go. But, but. Hard disagree on the movie itself being better. I think part of the charm of Friday is the fact that ultimately, um, like next a Friday, a nigga that and, beat and, up Hulk Hogan is in it. Like, That's what's like, great about it. Ne- a nigga that fr- beat up Hulk Hogan on he, he's TV in next Friday too. Is uh, on. <laughs> but but next Friday I think is a little more over the top, and Friday after next is way over the top, right? Yeah. But I feel like Friday, to me, uh, and part of it was just growing up at the time and where I grew up. I felt like felt like a real story that was just it was like over the top but within that, yeah. but within a right. very realistic setting. Like yeah. everybody felt real, you know. Right. I felt like um, it wasn't super over the top like I've seen a lot of those situations in the hood. So it's like yeah. this <laughs> these type of things happen. <laughs> yeah, as and compared like, to the other one, yeah. I, and I like while that. while Friday like next Friday has like over the top characters, but like like Pinky's funny, but like mm-hmm. Pinky is not like a real person whereas like yeah. <laughs> when, but like when you are <laughs> bernie max character is like yeah, bernie mac is a real yeah, person right, right? right. Like, I agree. Absolutely, I agree. yeah I agree. you do pastors like mm-hmm. that like there's Definitely. no goddamn way that's a real person that's I've a real person that and pastor I, before and he's right? just and like, like that <laughs> and red is a real person right like right. uh but even Isaiah, i feel like he Definitely. He's a real person. Yeah. And I felt I f- like Friday to me feels very real to me. And it's just like a funny situation yeah. with real people. Mm-hmm. Whereas I felt like next Friday it was more like, okay, now we're going to introduce you to like characters. Yeah. And, okay. I agree. Uh, that's good. That's I, a great, a great, yeah, great way to look that, at That's it. it to me. But I, mm-hmm. I'm. Well, that, that's why like I'm it's really Friday, though. Friday All fan. of them are dope. Yeah. Shout out to Ice Cube because like those are some of the greatest I, black movies in history. 
I, I've seen Friday a million times. Too uh, many I, times. <laughs> and I love, but you know what's funny, though, was um, the moment I saw the director's cut as a kid, and I, I remember the first time I saw it, it was on, it aired on USA Network, actually. And I'm like, what are these scenes that I've like never seen on the VHS, right? Mm-hmm. And they didn't release the director's cut on DVD or Blu-ray till just like 10 years ago. Uh, but so I remember thinking like, there are scenes that I have, that, that like enhance the story right. and aren't in the movie. And I, right. I was like, I know I've seen these before, and I've seen them on USA Network. So, like, every time Friday would air on USA Network, I would get excited. Because I'm like, hey, they got those extra scenes. Because there's the one, the really important one, which is the in the opening credits, Ezell stealing the boxes right. that got Craig fired. Mm-hmm. That's such an important scene. That's a huge scene. Yeah. <laughs> like the fact that's that just that's, gone. Yeah. The fact that that's missing, so you don't understand, like, what got Craig fired. Um, and that it was Ezell who got Craig fired for stealing boxes. Next like Friday is NXT 2.0. Somebody in the comments, you leave. <laughs> leave here right now. You're Yo, a punishment. Turn I, around. I, listen. Go to the corner wait right a minute, now. Wait a minute. You're in trouble. Wait a minute. So I saw a little bit of NXT 2.0 this week, and I don't watch a lot of it. Um, but I've noticed that there are a lot of horny people on this show. <laughs> oh, my God. So horny. This there are a lot of horny, horny people on this show. show. And so it's always like, how do I hook up with this person? Like, I was Anytime at, a woman walks into the screen, all the guys are like, oh, my God, thirsty, hungry. I'm like, yo, what oh, is Look at her. This? And so I was crazy. watching it this week, and I was like, this is literally that show that was on MTV for a little while. Um, undressed. That's what yeah. it is. <laughs> NXT 2.0 is undressed. <laughs> That's what it is. Seriously, the acting is just like that, too, It's the man. same. This is crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. They, they did make a high school version of pro wrestling. That's Marcus exactly NXT what it is. 2. It's like yeah. it's a, like it's a bunch of wrestlers that look like they're grown and they're acting like they're in a dorm room. That's what right. it's like. Oh my god! Because they thought that's what they that's the market they're trying to market to. So they're thinking, well, if we have characters that are like them, then they'll want to watch it. No, they don't want to watch yeah. it. That shit's trash. <laughs> you know what's Awful. funny though is NXT 2.0 is really developing a base though. Uh, there's a lot oh of people who have decided decided the show is for them. Um, but you know what's funny is um, good for them. I guess. No, but you know it. It is the uh, <laughs> w- I get it in the sense that there's uh, you know wrestling has really been divided a long time. Where mm-hmm. there's the audience that wants pro wrestling, and there's an audience that wants um, that that wants kind of the circus of pro wrestling. And uh, and I don't mean that insultingly. Like it's Friday know. against next Friday again. It's regular <laughs> right. against over the top. <laughs> but you know that there's uh, people who want that, and so like there there is a um, I notice a base that very much is like uh, you know I wasn't into black and gold. You know I don't want um, I don't like indie style wrestling, but I like you know I like Tony D'Angelo. I like characters. You know, um, and and then there are that people tweet who are- from last night was fucking bullshit too i'm gonna say it out loud the nxt 2.0 guys besides carmelo anthony are not carmelo anthony carmelo hayes are not better than the pillars of a oh i, I don't care how uh, i don't care yeah. how you're trying to turn it carmelo's the only one on i was that gonna side say, that Car- say that's where i was yeah. going with this is that yeah. carmelo is the one that fits kind of either side because i think carmelo would have succeeded in NXT. he could have been one of those yeah, pillars on on either show, on aw or black and gold yeah he and i think succeeding he would no matter what i yeah i think he would have succeeded probably more in black and gold um yeah i agree because i uh, there's nothing about him that to me says uh he would have succeeded not, on black and gold because i would have been watching him i don't watch him yeah, <laughs> right. like because i mean he because you know because he had an indie run like it's not like mm-hmm. this is a guy who came out of nowhere um who's 
you know, factory made. Christian Casanova, like, man, he was Christian a highly sought-after talent. I remember t- I interviewed him right before he went into WWE, and he had a lot of offers on the table. But, you know, WWE came with the one, and he made the right choice because they like him a lot. So yeah. I think he's yeah. doing it. But, yeah. but like I said, I don't feel like there's nothing about him to me that says that he is NXT 2.0 and right. he, and without NXT 2.0, he wouldn't have succeeded. So like mm-hmm. he is to me, not a representation of NXT 2.0 success simply because I, I think agree. he would have made it anywhere. He is, uh, I think he would have been uh, solid in black and gold, like easy. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I feel like, like to me, uh, Tony D'Angelo is more NXT 2.0 to me. Right. I feel like the, all the other guys that were in that um, picture are that. Braun Breaker yeah. is an NXT 2.0 yeah. guy, yeah. Uh, and then also, I mean, even Braun kind of uh, maybe I don't know. Um, but when I think of who is the other guy who Grayson Grayson Waller, he's another mm. one that I yeah, think, he's a big guy. Over there. Uh, yeah, they he, had he, trick he, in that picture for some reason, which I didn't understand it. I think mm. it was just because that was the picture they took, and so it was like we got a picture of these four guys. Um, but yeah, so that's the only one. Like I feel like Carmelo like pumped the brakes. Like I don't think, but he, them greater than those are always dumb. Honestly, They're always trash. if there was a way to mute the greater than picture, oh, I would have done it a long time ago. Yeah. I hate bad. Yeah, on the always, wrestling and the hip hop side, I'm always like, you guys, just stop it. it well, because it, because it's easy engagement. Like you know what you're doing when you yeah. are are tweeting anything with the greater than. Mm-hmm. Um, Nelly goes I, better than the pimp of butterfly. No, it's not, dude. Don't say that. That's dumb. That's a dumb that? tweet. That's a dumb tweet. Don't say that out loud. Uh, <laughs> no one said that. I was just. <laughs> I was about to say. Wait a minute. Where where are we right now? What? I was gonna say though, if you did tweet that, that is a wild take. <laughs> that is a wild take. Yeah, what if Nelly's all... your favorite rapper? I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway, Tremaine says uh, Keith's theme gives me PD Pablo vibes. Jester says I Come almost forgot Jade in that reverse power slam needs to be a second finisher. Hey, uh, we we're gonna had, get into topics one day here. I uh, Tremaine, <laughs> I, I feel like topics at, at this point are like the second hour of Grapsity. There you uh, go. We gotta talk to people. We'll and set then, it out loud. Yeah, that was. So I, actually, I, I was thinking that. Like, I was thinking, yeah. you know, at this point, we we, you know, let let let's get, uh, let's talk. Um, because Miss Parker like alone it. makes yeah. Friday the best. Uh, kind of does. Ms. The homegirl on next Friday is pretty fly, pretty fire though. What's her name? Um, and Carla. Yeah, she. I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know. Neil Long is the best. Oh, yeah. Neil Long's in there. Okay. So, yeah, she wins. Know. She's number one. Do, she do, right do. now. She is like, I mean, I don't know what she's drinking or what kind of do, serum she do, took. Do, I don't know what do, kind do, of do, Illuminati uh, drug she has, but she do. looks phenomenal now. Like yeah. I'm talking Oof. about like five stars all the way around. Shout oh, out to Neil Long. So <laughs> did another podcast, by the way, this week. And, you know, I. I heard by people that watched our Jade interview that were like, man, could you guys have come in? Like, you guys all had haircuts ready. Like, all you guys look crispy. Like, all you guys were trying to make sure you look good for this episode. And then she came in and you guys were like, man, you look good. And I was like, I don't remember saying that. Wait a minute. Hold on now. That was me. That was definitely me. Uh, I didn't hold nothing back. No, I was fresh. I got my newest shirt on. I got my hair nice. I was ready. Jade Cargill, man. What do you mean? I'm not going mean, to come first on off, like no damn bum. Yeah. Now, granted, yes, I, I, I did get a haircut the day before. But, but I mean, that was I went out of town. Cause, yeah, I was traveling. Like, yeah. I, I had, These yeah. are Royal Rumble haircuts. I wasn't going nowhere. <laughs> I was trying to. 
I was doing what that guy said, trying to impress Jade Cargill 100%. I didn't get a Royal Rumble haircut. I didn't go anywhere. I was in the own comfort of my home. I woke up, took a shower, got ready for this. What, man? I'm a good professional interviewer. That's all it is. Not because she's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful woman. That has nothing to do with it. Look, man, we had guests, man. You can't, you know, when you have guests come come over, you have to look right. Go straighten up your house. Like That's it. Not because uh, we thirsty. I'm very thirsty. I just want to keep reiter- reiterating that. <laughs> Me, 100%. I agree. Yeah. Uh, and then we got some Humper Chats, and some of these are going to spark some conversation. So uh, let's get into these. Uh, let's see. Wrestle Voice said, my favorite podcasters and brothers, killing it for the culture. Y'all keep it up and continue up to uplift each other. Thank you. That is, Appreciate that is the goal, ultimately, is that yep. um, I don't want to cut anybody down. Mm-mm. Speaking of cutting people down. I got some shit. Oh. Okay. Here's the thing. Um, this was a bad week for uh, a big section of wrestling. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Wrestling social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed a couple of guys that follow us uh, were partaking in this. So I'm going to throw it out there right now. Um, and when I'm talking about a bad week, I'm talking about uh, as far as uh, women in the wrestling space. Uh, I'm talking about Lovely. I'm talking about... Cher uh, Delaware. I'm talking about uh, Jesse. I'm talking Alex. about Sm- Smiley. Alex. Pretty much. Look, man. Um, the way that certain people are uh, gatekeeping pro wrestling, like ultimately, this is pro wrestling, and there's like really not an excuse for some of the ways I saw um, them get treated this week. And uh, and like doxing, like shit, like that, like corny. Yeah, it's corny. Um, the the quote tweeting the pictures, like all of that stuff, it's corny, man. Like don't like don't follow us if that's that's the way you're gonna be. Honestly, if you're getting down like that, you can turn this podcast off. You can block us, do all the things you want, because we don't get down with people like that. We nah. support people that do anything anything that you want to do in the world you can do it and if you're sending what did they send the pick the only fence to the, their mom or something whatever wild shit you're doing just stop it leave it alone yeah. get off the internet and leave because yeah, that's, that's stupid man these are people's lives people are getting paid Look, man, to do not- this shit it's like all kinds of things going on you don't know what's going on for you to just be sitting behind your dumbass keyboard to try to tweet to try to cut someone down when you really are cutting people down some sometimes words are are a lot man these words do mean a lot it's not just like you're saying something and to avoid you're saying something to a real person on the other side of this and there are consequences to all these actions yeah man like honestly this is pro wrestling we're not gonna agree on everything we're Mm -hmm. and we might disagree a lot and you know what like i'm okay with the discourse i'm okay with disagreeing with people and like you don't have to like everyone you don't and you don't have to agree with everyone and you are allowed to argue about pro wrestling all these things that all of that is fine and i think those are the best parts of the wrestling community um are when we're talking about what we want to talk about but when it starts getting to a point of where you start trying to mess with people in their personal lives yeah. you don't po- like That's you don't right. post p- poke pictures of people's kids no um, dude come on man yeah i don't even care if they posted them That's on them to post their yes kids. You don't be making jokes them. about people's kids and shit like, like yeah. what kind of no, corny no, shit are y'all doing out here to post here, pictures man. of people's kids it is not on you to uh to send people's only fans to their family 
what None is who shit. would think to do that in their dumbass brain like oh this yeah. is gonna be funny to who that's not funny nobody cares dude get a fucking life yeah nah yeah. that shit is whack mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah that's trash like it is a lot of crazy stuff that that fandom has done to women and i just am like y'all gotta y'all gotta relax man yeah man um, like honestly it, and the, I, I hate it too it's like um and and this isn't exclusive to pro wrestling. I get it that, no. like, most geek fandoms have this kind of shit because, like, I remember um, 12, 13 years ago when I was working at GameStop um, and I'd see, like, a woman browsing for something and somebody would walk up to him and be like, oh, you like Naruto? Who's your favorite character then? And then, uh, uh, yeah, and it's like, oh, man. And they're, like, doubling up on it too, right? It's like gaming and anime at the same time. Uh, <laughs> and I would see that shit, right? Um, they're like, what's the best episode? Uh, and uh, and, it's, and the the way we would see corny. that kind of shit um, is uh, niggas are like corny said, too, bro. If you have an OnlyFans lady, send it my way. I want to check it out. Like I don't know why I'm not gonna send it to your mom. I'm gonna send it to my <laughs> phone to open up and look at. I don't know what's yeah. wrong with these people, man. The That'd world has changed. I, li- I live in the Bay Area, so like everything is like that. Like things are like wide open. It's different over here. We don't like live by different societal rules the isaiah rashad thing was a big thing this week and so like i was like i I didn't like i didn't know that there still was going to be outrage like this about things like this in this day and age but like no hip-hop hasn't changed hip-hop is still awful very awful fan base a lot of people saying a lot of awful things this week uh uh, on people that's beyond the music and beyond the wrestling and beyond everything that we're supposed to be following these people for we have to get back to where it is this fucking social media man it's awful people think they can say and do anything that they want in the world so yeah i mean if 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 we're putting a bow on this like look if you just don't agree with somebody or if you like something that they don't like or they like something you don't like that doesn't matter if you're taking it to some personal stuff just because of opinions that's dumb get off the internet for some wrestling opinions too we're talking about two two people fake fighting in underwear like we have to get real like like i said you're allowed to have your opinion you're allowed to disagree with anybody disagree with any guy i stay disagreeing with people all day but i'm not gonna find their mom and shit (laughs) i'm just gonna move on yeah or just, block them that's what i'm using yeah to do. I'm or block. argue with them do what you want to do but like keep it there man like that's that's it that's all i'm gonna say um thank you and uh that's that's okay shout out uh, to the homegirl share that's her name right yeah of course yeah. well it's hannah who just commented here uh mm. i would hop on <laughs> when this happens <laughs> you guys shout out to hannah too <laughs> yeah shout so she probably uh, has on a, a tank top outside in 39 degree weather or some weird shit <laughs> They'd be cold uh, out here. And uh, Myron says, uh, these gaming slash wrestling nerds are weirdos. Go outside and touch grass. Like, um, I mean, or stay inside and play your games. But or like, stay inside. <laughs> but just, like, be a Stop regular, normal human. Stop being yeah. weird, man. Stop being weird. That's- this is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That, um, because I don't even know if I want any of them outside, like knowing. Yeah, no, it's for real. If all these people touch grass at the same time, it's gonna be crazy outside. I'm gonna be back inside, so <laughs> yeah. we have to figure out a system for this. Yeah, uh, <laughs> let's see. We got a couple more. Um, we got uh, Tony says, "Not going to lie, love that Keith Lee song. It also kind of reminds me of the intro song." of that old Iron Man cartoon from the 90s. Man, didn't I only get like 10 episodes, or is there like more? I don't remember seeing much of it, but... Uh, no, it was, there, there were more episodes. It was more okay. than 10 episodes. Okay, good. Um, D-Lo. This is where it, the show takes a turn. Not D-Lo D- Brown, DeLorean Diggs, right? Yeah. So <laughs> D-Lo says, Sup, fellas, can we discuss Sheeta's recent comments? Basically Yee-ly. translated to say that Swole was right. Okay, Phil, go. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, okay, so first of all, I thought that she made a lot of valid points. Um, and I think I don't think that what she said is the same as Swole's because I think it was very it was very unique to her stance in the company and other Joshi wrestlers and that getting over that language barrier is difficult. And that's not mm-hmm. just an AEW thing. We've seen that with WWE, with yep. Japanese wrestlers and some of their... Um, Latinx wrestlers. Um, and so I feel like she had points, but I didn't feel like this was a trying to drag the company. I feel like mm-hmm. this was like, these are some of our struggles. Like, I might still enjoy working here, but these are struggles that we have to go through. And, and, and you know, the the thing is, the uh, you're talking about the uniqueness to her situation. Like, that's very true, because part of what she was talking about was she said, you know, when we first launched AEW, there was a heavy reliance on um on joshi talent and Mm -hmm. joshi talent of course all speaking japanese do work very well together and Mm -hmm. she was saying that with this influx of american talent that's come in over the last two years three years um that yeah there is now a language barrier between talents that didn't exist before uh when we were able to work with each other and so like i get what she's saying there and i feel like again she's talking about her experience she's talking about like i i don't necessarily see like and again, I was I never would have discounted Swole's experience because Swole's experience is her experience and very right. unique to her experience as well. I don't necessarily think these are quite the same. They're thing. not. I, I don't like how people are putting these two things together. They're what? two totally different things. She said it's super hard to be a foreign talent coming to another country, learning another language, working with other. Like this is way different than what Swole was yeah. talking about. And I think her saying stuff like they don't help you with like, you know, how to get an apartment and all these other things that you might not be used to because you're in a completely different country. Mm-hmm. Again, that's just unique to her experience. And yeah. that's just the difference between coming from a Joshi promotion and coming to work for a large corporation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just. And so the part that I do think lends to Swole's um, points as well is just how unorganized AEW could be. And I feel like those points are kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that she had similar points in, you know, just how the women's women's division is booked and certain things like that and things like TV time. Yeah. But I think people are just like, aha, 
Mm. It's the same. Like I don't. That's think, like we were saying. Tony Khan gotcha. Like no, I don't. Like I don't. Not. I don't think that it's necessarily one of those things where I felt like Sheeta was saying she was unhappy. I just felt like she was like these are things I've had to go through coming mm. here, and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> When she came back later, when she found out, people found out about it, like, wait a minute, this was for a Japanese magazine. Why, how y'all get a hold of this? Why y'all mm-hmm. snitching? Like, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. um, listen, she had a very funny week on Twitter. Um, her doing that Q&A and answering people's questions very flatly, like, all right, well, this is my answer. And I thought the funniest one was when... The catering one, right? Yeah, when they were like, what is your what is your favorite experience with AEW? And she was like, sitting and catering and talking about wrestling. And people were like, aha, see, she's catering. in catering too. And it's yeah. like, guys, shut up, you dorks. That's not what she meant. Yeah. <laughs> like, she is talking about she's just hanging out and catering. She like to learn about wrestling, talk to other wrestlers, experience wrestling at a wrestling show. Yeah, so and especially so because I, like Sheeta of all people isn't one to just be hanging out and catering. Like, right. um, usually if Sheeta's at a show, because most of the time if she's not on the show, if she wasn't on Elevation or Dark that week, she's not there. Um, like if she didn't have a promo or something, she's just back in Jacksonville where she lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, like she's not really just like brought out just to be there. She's usually working Dark or working Dynamite or. Uh, I don't think she's ever worked Rampage. Huh. And she's in the intro. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I think people have to realize the difference between working in Japan and working promotions there and just the whole system of working smaller promotions is different than working for a large corporation. Yeah. And I think everything that she said, including stuff in that Q&A, is just, like, it's the difference from coming there and not just coming to a new country, but working for a large corporation. And so I thought it was also funny that, you know, people were like trying to jump on her. She was like, I see that a lot of people don't understand that talking about wrestling is fun, guys. And it was just so flat. I was like, it was great. I thought it was hilarious. Um, Mm -hmm. But no, shout out to Sheeta. Sheeta's great. Can't wait to see her back on TV. Sheeta's my favorite wrestler. I I own, I think, every shirt Sheeta's ever put out. Uh, Although, uh, I forgot to give Phil props because you were wearing her other one uh, just the other week. Um, So... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. She's my favorite. So Sheeta. That's uh, so that that's that. Uh, a couple more. Uh, Russell Voice also said, uh, "I would uh, I would say to save the other beats. Um, oh, the beats are I was talking about. Save the other beats for Shane Strickland. Uh, but brother has to show up with ain't nobody. I was watching some of his stuff on the Indies earlier, and that entrance is just straight up fire. <sighs> By the way, the uh, I won't stop track. He killed it. Um, I mean." Look, I've heard uh, a lot of stuff off of that upcoming Swerve City album. Um, I know you have too, Reg. Mm-hmm. That, honestly, I, I was, uh, my exact words to Swerve about this uh, were that I feel like, um, how had I put it? Ah, I was trying to think of my metaphors because I always have one. Uh, I said that, look, the last, the, those first two Swerve City albums were good. I, I, I think they're great, honestly. But I feel like with this one, their foot was on the gas. Like mm-hmm. it is uh, that the the video they've got coming out. Uh, mm-hmm. You've seen it too, Reg. That yeah. one, that one's gonna be fire. Yeah, I, he, he's got to let us know when that merch di- is coming out too, because I, I want that uh, cowboy bebop. <laughs> yeah, that, and Swerve hot. directed that uh, that video, by the way. Oh, uh, look at Swerve! So, man. Uh, you, you guys will see it. You guys will see Damn. it. But, uh, that's he's about one. to kill him. Music, yeah. wrestling. Uh, 
bunch of other see. shit. Man, it's about to be lit. <laughs> Jennifer said, hopping in a little bit late, uh, but just wanted to show some love. Jennifer, we always appreciate the love. Appreciate you, um, Thank you. Uh, and Van Twin Blade says, fuck gatekeepers, and uh, there she won't touch my No, PD don't fuck gatekeepers, though, because I think we should still have some gatekeepers. I think we don't have enough gatekeepers, honestly. Um, it depends on what it's for. Um, for wrestling, like I don't... think for wrestling, there's some people should be gatekeeped out of this. We let these people exist. If people are just trash people, then yeah. I'm saying <laughs> so. Out, people but... need to be gatekeeped. You need to be out of here. But we just let everybody. It's like hip hop. Hip hop is the most open arm genre. They let anybody yeah. in, even though they don't let us in anywhere. <laughs> I, I, I saw some takes about rap this week that. Yeah, unfortunate mm. and awful. Yeah, I saw that uh, the the question posed of uh, uh, which I knew was going to spark a debate over who. I'm curious what you guys' answer is, but who uh, who was bigger in the 2000s, Eminem or Kanye West? And I was like, look, if we're just talking sales, obviously Eminem. But if we're talking influence on the culture, and and, and granted, I, I'm not the biggest Kanye fan at the moment, but Kanye historically, look, man, I, I will never, ever, ever take away the shift in the culture that Kanye West had the moment he hit the scene. There is a shift you can pinpoint to um, when Kanye West entered the scene mm -hmm. and you can see what changed in hip hop due to Kanye West. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, if if we're arguing who's a better rapper, it's absolutely Eminem. But we're talking about who had a bigger impact in the 2000s. It's not just Kanye as an artist. It's Blueprint. It's yeah. things like Encore, right. which is one of the best whole records ever. Come on, man. No, it's, it's Kanye. Hands <laughs> yeah. Dip, dip just, set, uh exactly. You can name like five Come million on, things. All Kanye the... is, there's people that are still like, yeah, it's, it's Kanye. Eminem did a lot. He like is diamond he sold mm -hmm. more records than any rapper I think ever. So like he did it, but like different. They're just two yeah, different things. Yeah, nah, Kanye absolutely had a bigger impact. Mm -hmm. Um, hold up, I'm getting a internet connection <laughs> error thing. Am I like kind of not great quality at the moment? Yeah, you're a little bit. You're a little fuzzy. A little yeah, fuzzy. that's that's what I thought. A uh, fuzzington. Nah, I I know what it is. Uh -huh. You know what it is. Um, Square. Oh yeah. So uh, I went to a wrestling show last night. Yeah. I gotta get into I, that I before we get into topics. Last I want to hear about was, this, but then I gotta what, stop my camera for a sec. So okay, you, you go. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Last night was West Coast Pro Wrestling, a very popular uh, independent pro wrestling company out here in the Bay Area. Of course, um, this main event was insane. The best, one of the best main events I've seen in a long time. ACH versus. Mike Bailey, Speedball Mike Bailey, incredible, insane match. One of the best matches that I've seen live in a long time. I know when they announced this match, people were just like, this match is going to be dope. This match is going to be crazy. And it, it exceeded those expectations, man. This was everything that you can want. Since Mike Bailey's been back on the independent wrestling scene, he's had a bunch of incredible matches pretty much with every opponent he's wrestled. He's had a bunch of matches in GCW. They all have been incredible. Same with ACH since he's been back on the scene. All the matches that he have has had have been awesome, but this one is different. These two guys were locked in like you would never expect. They were hitting all their spots. Some of the chops that ACH hit on Speedball, one of them was like crazy. Just like shook up the world. 
on the other side, the kicks that Speedball was hitting ACH with, at one point, I'm like, I would want to not be in there. Like, he's just kicking <laughs> ACH right in his chest and his stomach and start, like, just destroying this guy with strikes, destroying this guy with all of his spots. There's Will Washington just going crazy, hitting all the marks, hitting all the spots, just working like two veterans with the task of coming in and tearing down the show. They ended up main event. AJ Gray's the the uh, West Coast Pro Wrestling World Champion, but he was in the match before the main event. He was in the match with uh, it was him and Effie, who I got to meet for the first time. Effie, super great guy, incredible. Everything you would think about Effie, he's that person. It was uh, AJ and Effie against Juicy Finale and uh, Jacob Fatu. Jacob Fatu is uh, insane. Well, Washington is out again. Um, <laughs> ACH match. You have to go go to independentwrestling.tv. Get you a subscription. Watch West Coast Pro Wrestling from last night. Another great match was uh, Kevin Blackwood and Davey Richards. They went crazy. They uh, also had a very hard-hitting, incredible match. Shout out to West Coast Pro Wrestling in the next uh, PWI dropping digitally on thursday i have a couple of great articles probably the best article i've ever written in my entire existence on the man i just talked about ach we talked about i did that interview at the couple west coast pro shows ago um we talked about everything that's happening talk about mental health and wrestling mental health in wrestling is probably the biggest part of the article it's a really great article i'm really proud of what happened and we're really proud of what i did with this shout out to hch but also in the righteous wrap-up this month is an article on west coast pro wrestling because they have inspired me a lot they are are my home promotion now like i haven't had a promotion that's 20 minutes away ever so like to drive 20 minutes away and to see a match like that last night is amazing so shout out to scott at west coast pro wrestling shout out to all the homies at west coast pro wrestling and shout out to y'all hey hey and speaking of indies like we talked about swole earlier man make make sure you guys support swole next week she's got two big matches oh yeah let me get into a little bit of that it's gonna be very this uh like i said i tweeted a couple weeks ago that not only is february black history month february is also black independent wrestling month i just coined that phrase it's not any but no one else, hey, else in the world has if been so, a great somebody else takes it, it i'm gonna it i'm gonna get on your neck you stole <laughs> it from my man that's <laughs> what i'm saying but there's a bunch of incredible cards incredible wrestling shows tonight tonight in texas there's a really insane card black on four sides a bunch of our favorite wrestlers uh, aj gray and brian keith against fly death calvin tankman against darius lockhart trish adora grapsity favorite against janai kai this Kick match is Demon. gonna be insane just like check that match check that show out tonight like phil was saying next week it, next week is insane there's so many wrestling shows that are black wrestling shows. We're going to start out with that one. Fight Club Pro Wrestling, main evented by Trisha Doran Big Swole for the Pan-African World Diaspora World Championship. Going to be super fire. Uh, O'Shea, Gray's on, uh, O'Shea Edwards on there. Uh, Billy Dixon's on there. All the other incredible, talented people in Fight Club Pro Wrestling. Also, our 
other favorites black wrestlers matters having a great show next week the black wrestlers matter champion is jossie he is tremendous. super dope we've talked about him a bunch of times here on grapsity uh please check that out black wrestlers matter Man. support their stream a bunch of people that we love are a part of that show jdx um, Big is also on that Big card is on that Yep, Tootie Land is incredible, great talent. I think ACH is on that show. Um, so many great wrestlers. Also, Ohio Wrestling Alliance is having a great show. I think all these shows, most of these shows are the 19th and 20th. A lot of them are on the same day. It's going to be an insane weekend for Black Pro Wrestling next week. So please find a company to support. Um, there's so many great, talented promotions, wrestlers, commentators referees uh backstage uh podcasters uh grapsity there's all kinds of black wrestling excellence happening and you guys need to check it out i'm telling you hey that's the indie report a really fast one shout out to independent pro wrestling the 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 glue that keeps pro wrestling together there's so many talented wrestlers that are still out there the market is flooded the aw isn't signing everybody i hate when people oh, you can't sign everybody a lot of people are losing their contract i'm telling you they sign two-year contracts they're over all the, they're not a, a locker room <laughs> full of five million wrestlers some of those wrestlers didn't continue on their contract so they have space for new ones they're gonna make new ones but beyond that it only AEW and WWE aren't the only fucking shows in this world. I hate when people are just like, the not AEW is WWE, blah, blah, blah. The uh, NXT trained these people to get to AEW. No, the fuck they not. That's a stupid thing they say. <laughs> it's a stupid thing to say. Keith Lee didn't get trained for AEW and fucking NXT. They didn't even want him to be Keith Lee. They don't even want 90% of the people that come into the show to be themselves. So how the fuck would you train them to be to another company? If anything, they're training the wrestlers to go to their shitty main shows that no one fucking watches. So why would you say that NXT is training people to go to NXT, AEW? If anything, they're training people to go to Monday Night Raw to cut their hair and become managers and put on t-shirts and have dumb theme songs. Fuck off, man. Stop <laughs> comparing these two companies. There's more wrestling in the world. There's Impact Wrestling. There's Ring of Honor. There's Ohio Wrestling Alliance. There's all so many wrestling. GCW. There's all these wrestling in the world. There's not just two main companies. <laughs> and only one of them is a very awful company. WWE, stop doing this bullshit to us. This fucking uh, uh, Saudi Arabia blood money show. Fuck off. Man. Hey, like, by the way, we they, they are counter-programming oh, us because I don't know if you realize, but that show is on the same t time as Grapsity next week. Oh shit! Oh my that. god! Okay, we have I to talk about what come we're gonna do on. for that. We're gonna fight them. Will, what do you mean? We're gonna fight them. <laughs> <laughs> they counter programming us just like they counter programmed AEW. Here we go again. But we're gonna beat them in but the ratings. We're gonna of... get a million viewers. That we're gonna get a million. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of which. I went to Raw on Monday. Ooh. And first thing I didn't realize until I sat down was, man, we were in camera view the whole show. Yo, <laughs> yo, Will getting excited for Lita was the highlight of the night for me. <laughs> I loved it. I loved Will getting stuck for Lita. I didn't realize when we sat down, because I didn't know where the seats were. Uh, me and my kids, we get to Raw, sit down, and they're filming. Grab City Watch Along. That's yeah. hilarious, Drew. <laughs> Uh, I I look up at the Tron and I'm like, oh, we're just here the whole show. We're like right in our camera view. All right, well uh, this will be fun. Um, and yeah, so people were were tweeting at me. They're who was like, that? Who'd you go with? Was it you and the kids? Yeah, it was just me and the kids. Nice. Um, so 
again, I talked about the Royal Rumble uh, and kind of my experience with fans. Uh, as I mentioned, I love talking to people, and I love talking to people about wrestling fandom. So, mm-hmm. like, I make conversation with people around. Um, so, sorry if you're not a conversational person. And you I don't know. I, I feel like there's kind of a dad thing because I feel it like me just going places alone and just randomly walking up to people like, hey, what are you doing? Like, yeah. I feel like that's a thing that dads do. Like I, don't, like, I won't just, like, walk up to somebody. But if I'm, like, standing in line next to somebody, like... I might talk to you. I don't know. This mm-hmm. was what that I is a bad thing. I, I, I said, like, there's real... those Geico commercials or whatever yeah. where they're like, you when you become a homeowner, you start to yeah. talk, talk about like a parent. That's Will. He's just like, hey, so uh, how about parking outside? Huh? That was something, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Weather outside there is crazy, huh? <laughs> Do you see Monday Night Raw last night? <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I, I look, but the problem is, this is how I've like always been. Um, and it's, I guess in my adult years, because like I was like a really quiet, um, and my best friend says it all the time. Uh, her big thing is to point out how in high school I was really quiet and like you had to like force me to talk. And she's mm. like, now you like can't get me to shut up. And she's like, <laughs> I don't. She's like, I don't know what happened when you turned eighteen, but you went from like, hey, why is Will always so quiet? To like, hey, does this guy like ever stop? Um, so <laughs> he, started, he started meeting girls, man. Come on, yeah, I'm saying, yeah. Um, and he started making money talking for a living. So I mean, I'm gonna keep uh-huh. talking too. <laughs> So, so the uh, so the funny thing was, uh, the the guy in front of me, um, we were talking, and he was uh, telling me about his experience at um, the uh, just going to the show. And so I had asked him, I was like, "So do you, you know, do you follow the product?" And he's like, "Honestly, I haven't really watched since like 2002, but I heard they were coming." <laughs> um, wow. And I thought that was like really interesting. Like Twenty he, years, That's yeah. A long he was time. like, he, he said 2002. He was like, "Yeah, I remember like when Brock Lesnar came in." He was like, "I, I kind of stopped watching when like Rock and Austin were no longer around." And mm. I thought, "Oh, interesting." Yeah. Um, and but I realized there is a lot of that. that there's there is. Uh, uh, because as I mentioned last week with the Royal Rumble, one thing that Monday Night Raw and SmackDown all have is like if you um, follow any of the like ticket tracking stuff, like the day of they get a huge bump in sales, mm-hmm. and a lot of it is just the oh you hear the wrestling's in town, all right, let's go to that. Um, yeah. And so there is, and they be selling tickets for hella cheap. Oh, <laughs> to the, these if you Raws. buy day of, like they they do a lot of like. Um, <laughs> price drops day of mm-hmm. and so like if you like are contemplating going like don't buy early because uh, no. one thing is they they open up the hard camera sections day of which uh, will give you closer seats and they usually charge like 20 bucks so, i haven't like, brought a ticket i bought a ticket to the wwe show the day of for the last 10 years i haven't went to a show and not even for wrestlemania i buy tickets. <laughs> i don't i buy tickets on the same day i don't care i know there's never a wrestling anytime they say a wrestling show sold out most of the time, you could probably finesse yeah. yourself in there somewhat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and in, this, in this case, like, uh, we had good seats. Uh, and people were pointing out to me, they were like, hey, during that uh, uh, the quiz show segment, you sure looked entertained. And I'm like, <laughs> man, I know. I, like, like, Riddle don't do it for me. Orton don't Shit. do it for me. So, yeah, yeah I was definitely, like. And hey, a I, quiz segment, like, yeah. what? I'm like, hey, I can Wrestling. sure. I could sure use some some matches right now. That'd be fun. Uh, (laughs) Did uh, they do that thing where the wrestler would come out and then they would have 500 things going on and then the next wrestler comes out afterwards? So they they did the quiz show segment um, between... I'll say this. I'll give credit where it's due. Uh, Chad Gable is turning into somebody extremely entertaining. Yeah, I think this dumb shit that they're doing is working out really well for him. I think... 
he's this he's he's like Kurt Angle. Like, Kurt Angle. Yes. He's very yes. Kurt Angle. He's yeah. very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, like seeing him get egg on his face is actually very fun. Right. Uh, and he's very good at that. So like I I I'm. It's not all bad to me. It isn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, I will say that, uh, like Riddle doesn't do it for me, and mm-hmm. and he does it for me less and less. Like the thing was, I, I was just talking with uh, my old RBR co-host about this earlier. But like the thing about Riddle to me is, uh, I didn't hate Riddle on the Indies at all. Um, mm-hmm. I actually I like uh, Swerve versus Riddle for the MLW Championship. Ooh. Phenomenal match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love that match. Um, and, like, I didn't hate NXT Riddle. I thought he was a little more annoying, but, like, at the end of the day, I thought that the um, the idea of him being this, like, kind of goofy stoner guy who, like, is this legitimate fighter is still cool. Yeah. I feel like it's really main roster Riddle where I think there's a whole section of the fan base who doesn't even realize he's a legit fighter because right. I feel like that piece is gone. I they like they he, do not say that. That's crazy. They don't say that. Yeah. Like, no, like um, you've got birds see, coming out when he when he jumps and stuff. It's, it's like I've seen people say uh, on Twitter, <laughs> they're like, "Man, I can't wait to see the fight pit on the main roster." And I thought, what about this character? Has there ever been any indication that like he would, in his current form, belong in the fight pit? Let's remove NXT from the equation. Let's say you've never seen him in NXT. You've only seen him on the main roster. What about this guy says, like when they say, hey, I want to see him go head to head with Brock Lesnar. What about this character? Do you know, uh, says that he could hang with Brock Lesnar, this character, even from a character, a character point for Brock Lesnar, all of he's seen is what you're saying. So why would he even want to wrestle? Like, what has he done to earn a shot at me besides be a fucking goofy ass Bird coming out of his sandals, wrestler. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I hate main roster riddle. Mm-hmm. I yeah. cannot stand. The, it's I think main roster he's r- the corniest wrestler on television. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, I feel like the legitimate aspect of him isn't really emphasized at all. So he really is just like a goofball. Um, but that bro, said, like he left the the UFC undefeated. He did only really left because they wouldn't let him get high. So like, yeah, and that, this, that's not you know like what? that's not something that's emphasized a lot. That said. Uh, I will say that um, for the people who were wondering, they were like, where's your mask? Where's your mask? Like, it was around my chin, um, but I was eating my $14 burger. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Why did you think I brought beans in, Phil? Come on. (laughs) Like, my kid, like, as soon as we said that. Gotta eat something, man. Like, I told my... Like, I, I, I told my kids that I was like, man, I really don't want to get arena food, so you guys need to eat before we go. And then uh, we get there, and they're like, we're hungry. And I'm like, did you guys eat like I said? And they're like, no. And I thought, okay. Um, so <laughs> I got to go. I'm like, all right, so let's just go. Let's see what Arena Food's talking about. And, yeah, burgers, $14. Spent $45 Whew. just for the three of Whew. us to eat burgers. Crazy. Uh, Man. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this. One of the funniest exchanges I've ever had with Will Washington is um, Oh my god. Yeah. Being in the going. being in the lobby at all <laughs> at all out. And I'm I'm like going to get a, a a punk ice cream bar and I'm like, yeah, yeah, great. And I'm I'm excited for ice cream bar. I'm walking away and he's walking up with his kids and he's like, How much did you pay for that? And I was like, <laughs> eight bucks. And he's like <sighs> I don't think we're getting ice ice cream bars, kids. And I looked them, I, I looked at the looks in their eyes and I was like, 
I don't know, man. I think he'll be back. And so I'm sitting in my seat looking at stuff through Twitter, and I I see Will Washington, big smile on his face with his ice cream bar, with his kid, they all have ice cream bars, too. And I was like, you got, they got him. I, I knew it was going to happen. Okay, Will, guide us through what happened from Phil seeing you until you getting ice cream. What happened there? I stuck to my guns, actually. But, but Uncle Theron was like, uh, nah, man. Look, I got him. I got the ice cream bars, and he got the ice cream bars. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> so my dude Theron so Reynolds, who, who uh, guest well, was like, well, I, let me get one too, bro. I mean, if that's what we're doing, <laughs> he did. He, he actually he bought everybody one. But I'm like, man, you bought four of them, eight dollars. He spent thirty two dollars on ice cream. Because that's what I told. Because that's what I told the kids. I was like, look. I know y'all want them CM Punk ice cream bars, but we could stop at 7-Eleven on the way home. Yo, I can spend four dollars. <laughs> look, I can spend $4 on some ice cream bars, kids. And we <laughs> and, and we'll still have ice cream bars, but I'm not spending eight dollars on one ice cream bar this, I can get. You hit him with the we got McDonald's at home. Uh, he definitely crazy, did. To, to make this, McDonald's to, at home. To make this story even funnier, when I got back to my seat with my ice cream bar, because of course, you know, I hype beasted and, and took the selfie with it because mm-hmm. it's my man. It's, it's punk. So um, somebody called me out immediately. It was like, man, this man left his seat during a Jericho match to get ice cream bar. And I was like, I sure did. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> When that was when I, I bumped into him at the lobby was during Jericho versus yep, MJF. Exactly. We both left <laughs> yeah. our seat during that Jericho match. I, Sorry. I'm going to be honest. I still haven't seen that match. I have not. I still what was the match? Seen... Jericho and who? Jericho, Jericho and MJF. MJF. Uh, yeah. I've seen the ending to it. Uh, I remember how it ended. That's when I got back to my seat. I still have not seen. It was already over. The, the feud was too much by the time they yeah. got to that match. Yeah. So. I, I went for the same at <laughs> the same time that's uh, hilarious so still haven't seen that match but yeah uh i how were uh, they they were just like they just like marketed a different kind of ice cream bar right that's that, why right? I, that is the exact reason why i was like look man i could at least get something with some like peanuts oh, or something that's right like, uh or some caramel or something but like mm-hmm. this is just a regular ass ice cream bar with cm punk on the wrapper it ain't even on the bar itself like, I, like, just give me the wrapper, bro. I'm about yeah. to try I mean, it was good. It was a good ice cream bar. Yeah. Very good ice cream bar. But, but $8? I mean, still, uh, yeah. We got ice cream bucks. at home. We got McDonald's at home. We got ice cream at home. <laughs> <laughs> we got ice cream at home. Don't taste the same. It might taste better. We got uh, peanuts and caramel at the house. Yeah. But either way. So, yeah, back to Raw. Uh, That's funny. I mean, like I said, we had... Uh, the kids had fun. Um, they they like chanting. They like screaming. Um, they, Bianca was there, right? Your daughter yeah, got to Bianca see Bianca. Yeah, Bianca was there. She got to lit. see Bianca. Uh, Billy got a couple of chants started. Uh, and oh, he that's was, like, really excited Shout when he gets chants started. Who's yeah. Billy's uh, Billy's person? Um, I mean, his person is at AEW. He's a John Moxley guy. Like, oh, okay. Uh, that's why, I, like, that picture uh, that I posted on my Instagram of, uh, if you have never seen this, uh, I have to show this to people watching Graps and In. If you're listening on a pod, uh, if you've downloaded this and are listening to the audio, I'm really sorry uh, that you won't know what this even means. <laughs> but um, I took this picture with uh, Moxley and my son back in September. And um, the fact that, like, Billy is holding the Moxley action figure. Wow. Uh, got the... Got the got belt? The, got the belt. Mox wow. signed the belt for him, too. Um, but wow. he's holding the action figure. That's and dope. then after we took the picture, like, Moxley started playing with the action figure. He, like, grabbed it from him, and he was like, oh, this is what they're doing with me, huh? And uh, he was like, this one's got more hair than me. Yeah, no, Mox had fun with him. And, uh, but, yeah, Billy's guy is John Moxley. And, that's what's up. Um, so that's, like, 
Hey, man, I will say this. Looking at the pictures you put up from Raw, um, that picture of your daughter pointing at the sign was harder than any picture that yeah. they put up for any of their wrestlers pointing at the sign. Like, oh, well, they, they wanted to point at the WrestleMania sign. They, they saw it there, and they're like, Dad, can we point at the WrestleMania sign? I'm mm-hmm. like, yes, you can It's that the season. Sign. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, you guys pointed at the WrestleMania sign. Like, they have fun. Um, and we... Uh, like I said, we ate expensive food, and I told them I was because these kids have never seen the final hour of Raw in their entire existence. Wow. Because lucky past them, their, it's past the, <laughs> it's past their bedtime, right? But the thing is, like that's that's obviously a real thing. I, I think about that a lot of how like when you look at the ratings, when you look at how it's broken down by hour, the third hour of Raw is the least viewed. There's a huge section of the fan base who doesn't watch that last hour of Raw. Really? And, um, yeah, I mean, when you think about, like, the shift in how they can lose up to 500,000 people between the first hour and the last hour, there's a lot of people who don't watch that last hour of Raw. My kids have never seen it. I had that when back in the day when Raw first started, like, Monday night was the only night I stayed up late to watch mm-hmm. wrestling so yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know like, and raw was only one hour to begin with and yeah then they yeah, before they extended it but yeah the uh uh so and now it's three hours but Ugh. for my kids it's a two-hour <laughs> show uh and i made no exception i told them i was like look it's a school night you guys do not get to stay through the entirety of this show. We are leaving Smart. in the last hour. Damn, I got to get some kids so I don't have to stay for uh, the rest of a WWE show. So, well, kids, the show's over. Let's go. That's so, I left that the same way, dude. I we, left the last hour, too, but not we because left, I want to have kids. Because the we show left fucking after suck. the Lita and uh, Becky segment, we left. Um, and I didn't do a Righteous Reg rant because uh, that wasn't why we left. We, uh, we beat traffic, though. It was nice to get out. We just... Another dad thing. Another dad thing. I I mean... We leave early. We don't have to hit traffic. (laughs) I feel like the Lita and the Becky segment was probably the best part of the show. Mm -hmm. Um, I really enjoyed Lita's promo. I thought her hitting the twist of fate and a really good-looking moonsault, by the way. I thought that was good. Um, And, man... Especially after that twist of fate she had on Charlotte a couple weeks ago where Charlotte hit the worm. That was... (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I don't know what she was doing. Um, But, man, I... I know there's a lot of discourse around Lita doing the match on a Saudi card, but I'm excited for her to get a real comeback match because I hated her last match. Um, I really liked... One of the things that I liked about the Rumble was the fact that Lita got revenge on Mickey because that was the person that beat her in her last title match, Mm -hmm. and she eliminated her, and now she's in a title match for the title that she introduced. Um, So I think that's cool. Now, do I think some of the Saudi stuff is kind of dicey yes i i i did appreciate her answer uh shout out to my man ds at regular bell um i thought her answer to the question about it during the interview was it was a it was a smart answer i thought that what she said made sense um some of the saudi stuff is just it's just really murky water man just i don't know man um but Happy for Lita, though. I'm very happy that she's getting a uh, title match in 2022. It's crazy. Yeah, I, you know, I never thought about it until recently, like maybe a couple of years ago when she talked about it. But, um, yeah, the way she went out kind of sucked. And that she was a uh, – when you talk about how much of an icon she was and how m- many people she inspired through the Attitude Era and um, how many people she – like she was a draw. Like the way yes. uh, the whole Team Extreme act got people to watch, like – she may have been it, not for no, like, she may have been it because she was putting up numbers, you know? Right. Yeah. And, like, to think about how she went out with people calling her a hoe and a slut. And, I hated uh, it. Yeah. And, like, in hindsight, like, you know, a, a lot of that was turning a situation into a character. But 
it was a situation that really like got out there that she wasn't anticipating people knowing right. um and yeah that was I, mean, I don't know like i think about the i i honestly think about it's really disgusting in hindsight it thinking is about how in uh 20 uh what year was that in 2005 when the news leaked uh that uh the situation with edge and matt and lita and they were in madison square garden i believe and there was a promo being cut between lita and trish and the crowd starts chanting slut at lita lita was a baby face at the time um but the crowd was was booing her and chanting slut because the news had leaked of what was going on she had to turn heel because she had to turn Mm -hmm. heel because of that and like trish was trying to play it off like oh they're chanting this at me um because trish was the heel at the time so trish was trying to like absorb it um and and kind of deflect and and like i remember she did kind of a smart like don't don't chant that at her as if like to say that they're not chanting it at her Mm -hmm. uh but like then the crowd kind of kept going and you could you realize what was happening but like in hindsight Man, she just had a crowd like just calling her a slut, like, uh, and not in a kayfabe way. They were like literally just doing like it real. because, yeah, because the story had come out. So like, I'm, idiots. I'm glad she's getting to go out this way and getting to go out in a a, a way that. I wish um, it was at Mania. I'm gonna say it out loud. Fucking yeah, Saudi is awful. Like, I, I that's cool that they're getting this moment. That's cool that they got that billboard. But this place doesn't even want them to be there. Honestly, yeah. like, doesn't yeah. want half the talent to be there. Doesn't want like this is just all bad just yeah all bad. i i mean and look i i get it i i think the wrestlers are trying to make the best of the situation that they can because mm-hmm. they don't have a choice in this the yeah, company that they do? work to work for has decided they're going to do this partnership with them so mm-hmm. 250 um, mil man like it, it, is, <laughs> it is a big payday for the wrestlers like for the talent it that is, is crazy it is, it is a bigger so, payday than wrestlemania so, so like jeez Look, and I was trying to get all the serious stuff out of the way that I'm happy for Lita because what happened to her was horrible. Um, and I do think that goes to what we were talking about earlier. Just treat women better in our fandom, guys. Like, yes. come on. Um, Easy as that. And so, but the funny part about it is um, it did feel kind of like the Canyon Arrow joint from uh, Simpsons where it's like, yeah, I, I, I thought about doing a Saudi show, but, you know, what I did think about it, you know, Canyon Arrow is really cushy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it did feel kind of like that. I'm not saying that she did it just for the money. Um, I think about I think that Canyon kinda, Arrow song so. way too often, by <laughs> the way. Canyon Arrow. <laughs> now it's just because <laughs> I saw it. Unexplained this... fires are a matter for the courts. Canyon <laughs> <laughs> Now it's just because this week I saw two stories on Lita and on Mickey both being like, well, why did you guys come back to this company that did awful things to you? And like the moral of the story is, bag. Yeah. Money, money's all right, man. I don't know, man. Money's kind of right. be mad, man. At the end of the day, these are professional wrestlers. And they're all carnies, 100% of they, them. Shout out to all my friends. Hey, everybody Everybody is trying to make a living, man. And Come again, on, man. I, I don't, I don't want to. about to give me a million dollars? All right, I'll put on a fucking ninja suit that goes all the way up to my neck and fucking. Yeah, come on. I'll come through. Whatever. What do you want? Hey, yeah, man, it's, it's Saudi Arabia. You don't have the right to bear arms because you can't bear your arms. It, nope. Uh, it's all sleeves. Um, yes. <laughs> wow, yeah. that wow. <laughs> so no, but no, I don't. I also don't want to make this just a money thing with her. Yeah. Like I think that's kind of a lazy thing to throw a leader because again, she didn't get to go out the way she should have. Um, mm-hmm. Now again, like Reg said, do I wish it was at WrestleMania? Yes, but still happy for Lita. 
Yeah, I, I, I am too. Uh, but yeah, yeah, and obviously when her entrance hit, I, I go crazy because, uh, nah, man, that theme song goes hard. Um, it does. Especially Lita, when, like, they're literally censoring the word fuck in the theme song because the whole the intro of the song is the sell fuck your rules, Matt. Like, mm. that shit is dope. Uh, mm. I'm sorry. That song is great. And, uh, but. Love Lita. I, Ever since them ECW yeah. days, I'm trying to find Lita lives in San Jose. I'm like, I mean, San Francisco. I'm like, yeah, that's across the bridge. Lita, like, tell me about <laughs> them, Tim Extreme stories at your crib. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the uh, uh, I, I, I'll say that I still have the same problem I had with WWE um, shows that I had at the Rumble, which is that I don't know how much all this nostalgia is sustainable. Like, it is everything's nostalgia. The, the shirt they were selling was Denver 316. They were advertising it on the Tron as Denver 316. Uh, and I just thought, Steve Austin still, man. Like, that's, that's still what we're doing here. Uh, we go to, uh, during the break, they're still doing the John Cena, you can't see me, Cam, give us your best John Cena, and they're cutting to everybody in the fans, and you gotta, uh, uh give us the you can't see me. Um, they have a Terry Cam, too, that, did they play the Terry Cam? No, like they did, they play? I, oh I don't know, I, I wasn't, serious? uh, they may have done that during the, the yep. last hour. Everybody do this thing, I'm like, everything is nostalgia. And uh, I feel like that hurts a lot of the current product in that there's, um, and even me, I, 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 as you could see in my pictures, I brought the Undisputed title. I was also a, uh, <laughs> I'm also walking around with something from 20 years ago. Um, and, and, you know, like I said, like there's NWO and like everything is nostalgia with people. And uh, I get it. It's, it's, it's an easy way to pop people because it's like, hey, there's this thing from my childhood. But on the other hand, again, Austin Theory got nothing, no reaction. Um, Dewdrop, nothing. nothing. Uh, and I felt like there were just the number of acts that people just didn't care about unless. Was Damian were... Priest there? Damian Priest, nothing. Nothing. He faced, also, he faced AJ Styles, nothing. Yeah. Um, that match was actually pretty good too. And mm. he's the U.S. champion, right? Nothing right. for Damian right. Priest. Right. And I thought like. Uh, there, there's like a lot of this current talent, a lot of this new crop that's come up in the last two years is getting nothing, and I feel like that's a problem. Big um, problem. On the other hand, you know who was over as hell? Bobby Lashley. That dude got in Denver. Uh, in Denver, yeah. And so, um, of course, Bobby Lashley from Denver. Bobby Lashley literally lives in Aurora, the city I live in. Um, wow. But oh, yeah, yeah. I used to go to the same uh, barber, right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't know I mean, why he was there, but <laughs> he brings yeah, his kids. That. Uh, but, that's, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Bobby Lashley. Um, but you remember I mentioned that one barber who's like really into Impact. Uh, mm-hmm. Bobby was who got him into it to Impact because when Bobby oh, was yeah. to the shop, uh, he was like, "Why aren't you wrestling anymore, Bobby?" And he was he's like, like I'm over here. He's like, he was like, "I still wrestle. I'm in uh, TNA." And he's like, "What's TNA?" And then he got into TNA, and he's been a fan since. Um, wow, and that's, that's dope. That's, that's where that came from. He came uh, at a wild time too, and he—that's oh, very. Every time I hear <laughs> yeah. about people come, when people are like, "I started watching WWE in 2014," I'm like, "Did you? Why did you stick around?" Yeah, <laughs> so it always and, sounds weird to me. Yeah, and he's I've been watching Impact since 2014. Right. Uh, I, yeah, it's like you missed all the Spike TV era. That's weird. But uh, um, so either way, Bobby really over. Uh, and that's great to hear. Yeah, and and that was last time. For a long last time, time for that. Last time they were in Denver, they were big Bobby chants. Uh, but this time around, like, he comes out and the whole crowd was, like, ready for Bobby Lashley from almost the moment 
uh, the show started, I feel like people were just anticipating getting to see our guy. Our guy is, look, we have three wrestlers uh, that are credited from Denver. All right. But they're great ones. We got Bobby Lashley. We got Vader. Two Cold Scorpio. Those wow. are three. Those are fire. Those are some fire wrestlers. Yeah. Those are the three, though. Yeah. To, that's <laughs> to bring our raw conversation full circle, um, because I find Riddle extremely annoying. Those weeks when Bobby would just come out and beat the snot out of Riddle, <laughs> I loved it. I loved every second yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I liked when raw. Lashley was doing like, I don't care what gimmick you have, I'm going to beat your ass. Like, whatever you're supposed to be, I'm just going to lock you up and it's not going to matter. That was super dope. Bobby Lashley has been, since he's came back, they've realized that we have a fucking Man. superstar once, and Bobby they, Lashley let him Once go. they turned him, well, once they turned him, because that first... Oh yeah, the, the stuff I, with I erased that shit out of my brain. Yeah. I don't even yeah, know. We, don't, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, so, but man, <laughs> shout out to MVP. Yeah, MVP mm-hmm. really helped turn him around. Um, and I think once they got over the Bobby's favorite post stuff, which I thought was hilarious, but yeah. um, but once they got past that, and he was like kind of taken seriously as a heel with Leo Rush, even that stuff was fun. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, my experience at Raw, um, like it's it's one of those things I probably wouldn't do by myself again. Uh, but my kids have fun with it, and so I will continue to probably take my kids to shows. I don't know, um, yeah. but they also well, have fun. Like they have fun pretty much any show they go to. You saw like uh, when my kids went to, to Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Um, that had a blast. They had a blast. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? My son thought that was the most interactive wrestling show he had ever been to because yeah, like. You know, he was right up front. Because in WWE, they're way over there. In independent wrestling, they're right here. Yeah, and he was just like, I can't believe, like, the wrestling's happening, like, right in front of me. And people got to throw some streamers. Yeah. yeah, he got to throw the streamers. Like, he was, yeah. you know, I, my kids love wrestling. It is yeah. uh, very much their thing. And uh, I'm glad I was able to pass that down to them. Uh and let's read a couple of super chats because Dante says four years at GameStop, and I would see that sort of gatekeeping every shift. Grody, Grody, uh, <laughs> big time, <yeah>. Grody, <laughs> so Grody. <laughs> uh, Van Twinblade said Tootie versus Trisha Dora was fire at Glory Pro Sunday. Oh, I need to see that. Uh, Riley says saw AQA for the first time Wednesday. Loved that Shooting Star Press. I think she'll be a future AEW Women's World Champ in three years. Let's talk Wait about a minute. that because. Oh. No, I was just thinking, like, that's really the first time you've seen her? It, yeah, it is so wild. weird to me that she was on NXT. She right. pinned Tony Storm, she and did. people yeah. don't remember that. So, AQA debuted and signed. A. So, six weeks ago on this show, we had Sean Dean on this show. The and he talked about Shout out to how, the captain. A, he talked about what he's working on and, and, uh, and how much influence he has. And, like, we really got to give Sean Dean the credit here. He brought her in yep. for this match, got her seen. And got her signed. And got her signed. <laughs> uh, so, shout out to the captain. Shout out to the captain. Hey, the people that are first seeing AQA for the first time, please go to her Twitter account because she has a video where she hits a shooting star press off of a still cage out in Texas. She used to be down with Reality of Wrestling. She was trained by Booker T, as you can see. And you can see she's an incredible talent. That match with Jade was fired. It got her signed. She hit all every, both of them were incredible in this match. They both hit all of their marks. Jade hit that tour of the islands. Uh, it's Jeff the Cobb eye of squad. the storm. It's the eye of the storm now. Jade hit the eye of the storm. <laughs> that tore was, it that was down. Uh, AQA with that shooting star press near fall. So far, they hit all hey. the marks they needed to. I loved it. So yeah, 
I, I, oh, so, um, I will say this because some people were like, well, I can't believe WWE let her go. Um, I, I heard this week, uh, I talked to somebody who said to me that, um, it might have actually been medical related. Um, Mm -hmm. so I, I can't confirm that. So I'm not gonna say outright, but I heard that there was some, some medical stuff involved in that and that. Um, it wasn't just a straight up like, oh, WWE doesn't see anything in her. She's gone. Right. Um, I think there was because uh, look, look at her. She talks well. She she looks great. She wrestles great. Like there's not a whole lot missing there. But uh, mm-hmm. and they wanted to use like they had her beat Tony Storm. You're right on TV. She had five matches on TV. They like them Booker T students too. Like yeah, it, yeah. And when you look at the women that have come through reality of wrestling, like she yep. had Kylie, Hyun, yep. um, AQA. Yep. They've had some great women come through Athena. that. Athena worked yeah. out there for a while. I, I don't, I don't know Athena, exactly what the detail was on that, but I, that's at least what I had heard, um, and uh, that's the, that's that. But I'm really happy for everybody. She got injured. a contract, man. That's super fire, man. Just like off a badass match. That's exact. Like mm-hmm. as a pro wrestler, that moment is what you want. Like, yes. okay, they're giving me my moment to shine on cable tv national tv in front of a big giant crowd like i have to kill it because if i do could potentially get signed and look bam killed it signed and and you could see that they were kind of anticipating it because they filmed some stuff with her right like not only did she have that promo but there were all of those b-roll shots that they had in the promo that they Mm -hmm. had filmed in the arena when it was empty like uh, they don't do that for everybody Mm -hmm. and uh i i felt like uh it all looked good it all uh she, I, I feel like a debut couldn't have gone much better, except we got one in the show, uh, <laughs> elsewise. But I feel like for people that were seeing her for the first time, I think this was great for her. And I her and Red that, Velvet's gonna be fucking tight. I want to see that shit. Yeah, <laughs> man. So, yeah, I I tweeted after this match that you know Jade is improving. Jade. Really, like I mean, I feel like her pacing has gotten so much better. I feel like she does all of her big moves really well. I feel like um, she might be working with Brian Danielson. I feel like. Oh man! <laughs> I feel like uh, that, that's, she's that's doing a, a lot cool. of things. You know? Did, did she tell yeah, anybody I, that? I, I, I heard that too. Yeah, that, that, you know, that's a really good scoop, man. Yeah, to, I, don't, to get I, don't, that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but legit, every single match she's getting better. This one showed that she can, she can lead the way. Like she can be in there with all kinds of different talented people and make a dope match and have, yeah, a, have and a great I, moment. And I will just say, shame on you, Atlantic City. Shame. Because y'all were quiet through parts of this match. Y'all wouldn't yeah. give these women nothing. Mm-hmm. They put on a good match and you guys were just sitting yeah. on your hands. Shame yeah. on some of you guys on Twitter that uh, were trying no, to jump uh, on it. Uh, there shame were, on you. There were... I, I feel like there's also placement in the show, though, because like y'all had that, because they had that really hot... Tag match CM Punk and uh, John Moxley versus FTR literally right before that drains crazy, crazy ending drains yeah. the crowd and then the very next match the they have to follow that like yeah that, that's, that's true I'm just also judging by people trying to jump in my mentions and say this wasn't a good match no that match was good I just feel like people are just so 
overly critical when it comes to women's wrestling sometimes. Yep. And you guys that just pick out every botch in women's matches, knock it off, guys. Like, just watch happened. the matches and enjoy the matches. Happened botches, it like, didn't. I didn't feel like no. It. Yeah, no, it I, I feel like the end, like, there was, like, a weird spot where AKA oh, yeah, had the to jump down. Yeah. And, but oh, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't yeah. horrible. People were acting like the match was terrible. No, They don't even know match. what botches are anymore. It, Half the time, I'm like, that's not a botch, dude. That's exactly. Not, you don't just even know what you're talking about. Just like It was a fun match. I thought Jade looked good. Like you guys said, that Tour de Islands was phenomenal. I love the way she put her whole body into it at the yeah. end i i thought it was amazing yeah and, and, but man. yeah aqa officially signed she's all elite she got her graphic um so yeah shout, shout out, out to another Congrats. black woman out here killing it she's fire i said it on twitter man uh texas as a region is insane all the talent coming out of there is crazy. I said they possibly could be the best region in pro wrestling right now because the talent that they have, as we mentioned, AQA, Roxy, Hyan, uh, Brian Keith, Mysterious Ooh, Brian Q, Keith. Will All Day. Like, there's so many incredible, talented Roxy. people. Roxy, who might be. Her, yeah, she got her offer. So. I mean, that was like, of course, like, as soon as the first time I saw Roxy, I'm like, oh, yeah, we know where she's going. <laughs> like, we know and exactly. That, where but she's like, going. And then once she lost the, the Ring of Honor world championship we're like okay, yeah we know she, she she's young yeah. she's very great in the ring like mm-hmm. yeah like send the money already yeah <laughs> uh so we got some more super chats uh shout out to mike bailey for not giving up on wrestling after not being about uh or yeah to travel for oh he years. was still killing he was still wrestling he still wrestled for five years just not in america like he was right. still going one thousand percent that's why he's amazing now so um, we got Andrew says sitting in my wife's car with my four year old waiting on roadside recovery. Thanks for the entertainment. Naomi versus Charlotte was fire. Well, it's funny that um uh and and hey, uh, I hope that gets fixed. Yeah, hopefully hope you're, you're not safe. in anywhere that is snowing or anything crazy yeah. like that. Hopefully it's just hope super safe. chill off the. You're good. But hey, guess thank what? you for listening. Uh, also. You brought up our number two. <laughs> so uh, Naomi. Uh, challenged Charlotte for the SmackDown women's title in the main event of SmackDown uh, this past week. Ooh, Naomi has been through a lot to get to this moment. I tell you that, boy. Although, you know what's funny is uh, in the Jade interview, I pointed out that five women had main evented, or five black women had main evented uh, on national television. And it was, um, I said it was uh, Jade. I said Red Velvet, Mm -hmm. Bianca, Sasha, and Naomi. Naomi had her first SmackDown main event. And you have forgot t- uh, 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 Awesome Kong. I, okay. Uh, I guess yeah. I, <laughs> I yeah. guess I was mostly talking between the two, um, between AEW, WWE, Oh, I get it. WCW. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, but I saw much people being like, Awesome Kong, don't forget about Awesome Kong. We do yeah. not forget about Awesome Kong. We know Awesome We don't Kong. not we forget about Awesome Kong. Kong. More so, I guess... <laughs> Because, uh, like, TNA is kind of tough because, like... Yeah, she was weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she um, was weird when they, it, were, when they were popping. Yeah. When uh, Kong and, uh, Kong and um, mm-hmm. Gail Kim were doing their thing. They were, like, right. sometimes on Spike TV. They were on Fox Sports. They were on... Yeah. They It was just confusing. So, like... But, no, we would never forget about right. Awesome Kong. No, She's an incredible talent. But I was going to say, Naomi had her first main event in 2017 against charlotte flair for the smackdown women's championship mm-hmm. so these two go back a long way actually charlotte's a big um, a big naomi fan too she, every anytime yeah. she gets a chance to speak on naomi she always speaks super highly of her now of course in 2017 um naomi was the smackdown women's champion charlotte was the challenger 
And, of course, at that time, they were so afraid to actually let Naomi go over that this ended in a DQ. Uh, but <laughs> this time around, we had uh, a straight-up SmackDown Women's Championship main event. Again, it's a main event we've seen before between these two. These two aren't... Uh, even, I think people kind of feel like every time these two go at it, they're like, wow, Charlotte and Naomi, like, almost forget their history. Because it's never right. happened on pay-per-view. It's never been um, the... Uh, but it, is, it has always happened over the SmackDown Women's Championship. It has always mm-hmm. been this belt, these two. It has been the main event of SmackDown before. Uh, and they've done it a few times. But uh, it always feels fresh because it's never been like a pay-per-view feud. Uh, and so here we had these two going at it in uh, what was a solid main event, I thought. Um, I think it's predictable. But otherwise, like you, there's no way you thought Naomi was going to win. Right. Uh, but they did some scary near falls toward the end, even one where the referee was repositioning for the first count, then the crowd thought it was the one. So then when they hit the one, two, the crowd thought that was two, three and thought it was the end of the match. Uh, and, uh, so nice yeah. accidental false finish. huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. yeah, man. Naomi's great. I say all the time that they are leaving money on the table with Naomi. She is so marketable. She's such a good wrestler. She's somebody that's been around for over 11 years at this point. Like, she should be used more. She should be in situations like this more. I thought she should have won the Rumble. I don't care. Um, and this kind of proved that she should have won the Rumble. And this should have been the WrestleMania match. Um, Probably would have gotten a better match. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and this match was really good. I thought she looked great. Um, the The only thing, like I said, is, like Will said, rather, that it was predictable because they've already told us that it's going to be Charlotte versus Ronda. So there was no way Naomi was going to win this match. Um, but other than that, I thought it was great. Really good match. I, I didn't see it, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, wa- I watched it this morning. It's on a shitty um, show. I, was, I mean, everything else on that show was kind of boring, but I, I would I would tell you to watch that, that match, though, Reg. I thought yeah, really no, I definitely good. want to check it out because uh, I want to see anything that Naomi does. And Charlotte always brings it when it's big time. Big time yeah. Charlotte. It was the main yeah. event? Yeah. It was yeah it was oh, event. shout out to them. That's dope. That's dope. Shout out to Naomi. Hopefully she does get a, this lid to her. They announced a match at the Blood Money show. Uh, <laughs> Naomi and Ronda against Charlotte and... Sonia. Sonia. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Sonia, uh, careful out there. Jesus Christ, so, what the fuck this fucking place, man? So I was really annoyed after the match that she did all of that and she proved herself in this title match. And then it went right back to Sonya coming out and we're right back into the Sonya program. And it's like, <laughs> just end this feud. End Nobody it. cares anymore. Like, I don't care about this feud, man. End um, it. I feel like this... Are they still proved... leading to a WrestleMania match with Sonya and Naomi? Is that what this is? I don't know at this point. Like, mm. And I mean, if it's a WrestleMania match, cool. It is kind of cool that she's been in a meaningful storyline for the first time. Right. But I just feel like this feud has gone on way too long. It's so long. So long. Uh, and finally. He the... arrived. That's right. Your man, Keith. Keith. The Keefer. <laughs> Keith. Keith Lee was the uh, mystery. I put out a great video if y'all saw it on uh Twitter where I uh, <laughs> put out the spoilers that Keith Lee was going to be there. Everybody knows that I'm the spoiler man. I'm trolling. Uh, Keith Lee debuted, man, against Isaiah Cassidy this week on AEW Dynamite. It was, um, I don't want to say it was the worst kept secret, but a lot of people were anticipating this, and I think it was a nice payoff. 
Um, I'd say it was the worst kept secret. Like it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. So I'll ask you guys because I keep seeing this this talking point on Twitter that uh, wrestling journalism is kind of ruining wrestling because they keep (laughs) they keep putting out the spoilers for things ahead of time and like things are not allowed to be legitimate surprises. And then last night, look at it: the big, the number one company in the fucking world puts out a giant spoiler. Here's a spoiler. So, um. I like I thought it was interesting because I saw people say that um, a part of that what ruined the women's rumble is because we knew Ronda was coming, but I'm like guys we knew CM Punk was coming as well. Um, we knew that Brian was coming to All Out. Yep. This isn't something for just that company. Um, mm-hmm. Like even when you look at outside of wrestling, we knew that Tom and Andrew were going to be in that movie. They just right. didn't confirm it. That's right. kind of the world of the internet right now. We're all mm-hmm. plugged in. We all know what's happening behind the curtain. Um, but I just wonder because. Like, we knew it was going to be Keith Lee. Did that ruin this for anybody? I wouldn't think so because it didn't look like it. But I I, feel like the pops these days are huge, too. When when, when people are getting the thing they were expecting. Like the the CM Punk pop was crazy and people knew it. You know what I mean? Like they knew it. It's been 10 years because I feel like people think that this is a recent phenomenon and it's not. Ten years ago, Brock Lesnar returned after WrestleMania 28. That was the absolute worst kept secret because, yeah, like, the, the way the moment they announced the sh- it the before the, the earlier that day, I remember I was yeah. flying home from WrestleMania, uh-huh. and I remember them being like, "Brock Lesnar's going to be there tonight." I was like, yeah, "Fuck!" Like I didn't everybody, go to the show. Had, everybody had spoiled that, right? And that was like a, it was so well known by that point that so whenever they showed the moment, they only ever show. Brock's Titantron hitting and the crowd going nuts, and uh, and then he comes out F5 Cena. The part you don't see uh, these days is that five minutes before, the crowd was chanting, we want Lesnar. They right. knew. As soon as the show started, was, they wanted Lesnar. Yeah, everybody knew. People, guys had signs. They were focusing yeah. on signs for Brock Lesnar because mm-hmm. it was out there already. All the right. news had broken. But it was still a moment, right? It's still a moment like because even with spoilers like that, there's always the doubt in your mind. And I feel like the crowd had the doubt. Like I saw the video, somebody posted a fan video of them shooting the ramp of like, is it Keith Lee? I hope it's Keith Lee, man. What if it's not, what if it's like Cody or something? And, uh, and then all of a sudden the music, the music music hits and then dude screams like, Oh my God. Like there's still that anticipation of, is this rumor correct? I don't know. Um, Right. Just to get a little confirmation is always cool. Yeah. And, and, and it's still got a big reaction. The moment they saw, it didn't even say Keith Lee on the Tron. It said, uh, "It said he is limitless," mm-hmm. and um, that was it. And everybody knew. The part that amazed me too was he gets in the ring, crowd starts chanting, "Oh, basket his glory!" Sounded great. And, mm-hmm. and you know, the thing that got me was, it's been years. Like this isn't just like he left NXT doing all of this and. Uh, he just picked right back up. Like Adam Cole got to basically just do everything he was doing before. But like Keith Lee, when you think about the fact that he hasn't been in front of a crowd, like the NXT crowd since, uh, when was that? February of 2020. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's been two years since he was in front of the NXT crowd. Um, and then he is, he worked the pandemic stuff, uh, in NXT for a little while. And then they, uh, then he moved up to Raw, where he was. He had to abandon all of that and uh, work the Thunderdome. And then 
when crowds came back, they were like, nah, Bearcat. Yeah. So, like, all of that is gone. He and never so, had a moment to be himself in front of the crowd, pretty much. Right. It, it had been a long time. Like, really, mm-hmm. when you think about it, his last moment in front of, like, a major crowd was that last, uh, I think it was TakeOver Portland. Did he work TakeOver Portland? Um, now I have to look that up. Uh, mm-hmm. Take... That That's the, the match last... where he wrestled Cross, right? That was his last one? Wasn't uh, it that TakeOver? No, I think that might have been in the... No, I, I think I'm I don't think that was Portland. Yeah. Uh, no, he so was either. not. Uh, yeah, he wrestled uh, Dijakovic. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Ah, uh, right. yeah, that's right. That's there right. you go. That's yeah. right. No, so but the cross was... match wasn't take over Portland. That was um, right. Yeah, that was just right. some NXT ep- episode yeah. or some shit. So, um, but yeah, take over Portland was the last time he worked a big crowd, uh, and before that, the last time was Survivor Series with uh, Roman. So, yeah. like, uh, it's been a while since we've seen him in front of, uh, and that was, I think. 5,500 fans at, um, uh, in Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. All well, of this was like him getting to return to form. He got to come out. Yep. He got to uh, to uh, conduct the crowd. And uh, he got to be like smooth operator Keith Lee again. Uh, <laughs> I have a rant inside of me about uh, Keith Lee, them talking about his weight issues. But I'm going to save it. Yeah, because yeah. I don't want to put, put attack in it. We, I don't want to build my blood pressure up again. Yeah. But Keith Lee's weight issues are on the docket, and I'm coming for you, Dave Meltzer. Yeah. Um, uh, well, he's... and a big piece of that <laughs> is uh, uh, shout out to Bix who noted that um, a big piece of why uh, Meltzer and Wade Keller are bringing this up is because they're sources, and I have those same friends. Um, are WWE office people. And WWE office people are going to bring up uh, points from WWE, which, like, they had frustrations with Keith Lee and Wade. And so when they are talking to Meltzer and Wade Keller and things like that, and they're like, um, yeah, man, like, Keith Lee and Wade was a real problem. And they're they're telling them these things. So that's, like, stuff that's fresh in their mind when they're uh, talking about what's happening in AEW. I think that's a lot of what it is. I thought, uh, so for those who don't know, in case you haven't been watching, I host a show on Wednesdays or on Thursdays called Day After Dynamite, um, in which uh, this past week I had on B-Rob. week before that I had on Theron Reynolds. Um, and I grade Dynamite segments. It's on Fightful Overbooked. YouTube. Shout out to that. Yeah, y'all better yeah. listen to that. Yeah, shout out YouTube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. Uh, I kind of talk about the events of Dynamite the day before. Um I grade segments on a scale of F to A, and then I have a special S tier. Uh, I gave this segment an S tier because I thought that there was no better way to introduce people to Keith Lee than this. If you had never seen Keith Lee before, um, you were like, uh, like if you wanted the things you loved about Keith Lee, you got it here. If you had never seen Keith Lee before, you were amazed. And I feel like, as long as you accomplish both of those things, home run segment. Next week, uh, I will put him in the ring with Brian Cage, but that's just me because that's what because <laughs> I like chaos. I think he, I think <laughs> a match like that with two big boys doing that big shit would go crazy. They not, they have to do that. So, soon. so I don't know I, where Brian Cage has been, but like find him. So I thought this was a great segment. Um, they did so many things well. 
I keep seeing this this take on Twitter um, of people saying that AEW does not market to us, being it doesn't market to black people. Um, and I think people are still missing what the appeal of AEW is. Um, it markets to indie fans. It markets to PWG fans, to Ring me. of Honor fans, PWG New Japan fans. Yeah. And I feel like this episode, if anything, proved what their appeal is because we had the New Japan thing. We had Keith Lee, who was at Ring of Honor and PWG. And I feel like despite everything that you might have liked from NXT, which is just basically what he did everywhere else, um, I feel like this gave you everything we loved about NXT Keith Lee. It gave you everything we loved that he was doing everywhere else. And it yep. was just like, no, we don't want to change a thing. This is, You're perfect as is. Just Go be you. Go for it. Yeah, and have fun. I thought it was great that he got to come out and be himself. And I thought, like I said earlier, Isaiah was great in this match. I felt like this Isaiah stuff- did great. And I could tell he's having fun with uh, so much fun. With, with how much people are. Because I, I tweeted this out, but I said that uh, that Beal is going to live in black social media forever. Uh, that here. is going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. <laughs> that, I love that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, people are. There's so many uses for that. <laughs> it, it is it's gonna it's gonna Literally, turn into that if you've never seen pro wrestling but you see big black dude throw a little black dude that far there's mm-hmm. so much you can do with that that is gonna live forever so fire it's, i'm just happy that private party is getting away from their they're leading to getting private party away from the hardy from matt hardy's uh family office or whatever the fuck he has a- and getting HFO them now yeah mm-hmm. um, out of here private party needs to be over here existing by themselves becoming tag team champions one day yeah that gif of him doing that deal is going to turn into perfect basically the other keithley gifs of him mm-hmm. like sneaking up behind um, adam baller yeah adam cole yeah i mean keithley he's got a good for the memes and, yeah <laughs> yeah it's, uh, it's this gonna live on one. Yeah, this one's going to live on. No, I thought this was a flawless um, uh, introduction, though. I thought that uh, Private Party were the right guys to kind of sell everything that Keith Lee puts out. Um, I I wasn't sure where he was going to be placed, but this is the right spot for him. I think TNT title picture especially. Come in uh, for you. And that TNT title picture is, like, really heating up because all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you've got Andrade in there. You've got – but then – you know, uh, two years ago, I had said that uh, the first time they did the Darby versus Sammy match at um, Revolution, I was like, you know, this would be the perfect match if AEW had like a secondary championship because uh, they didn't have the TNT title yet. And it is crazy that Here two years later now, we're seeing it this Wednesday. It's going to be Darby versus Sammy Guevara for the TNT title. Mm. Um, but there's other pieces there. Like, I don't know. I I, I, I like this. I really And do. shout out to Sammy Guevara. I tweeted that uh, he always gets the Rampage match and the crowd is a little bit tired, but he always brings them back for the finish mm-hmm. every single time. He does something that Man. pops the crowd super huge and he brings them right back. So shout out to Sammy Guevara. I He's think playing those... a great role in that. TNT champion. I, I do think that Rampage is going to come off a whole lot better in May. Uh, mm. And I say that because a lot of these um, AEW tapings have been on the East Coast. And so Rampage in that last hour, we're talking about, uh, you know, I get to be a part of this. We, we're talking about near midnight, right? <laughs> but the times that they've done just in Central Time Zone, Rampage in the Central Time Zone, still live. It's still crazy good crowd. And I'm curious. Uh, how that's going to come off on the West Coast 
when and the west uh, coast are gonna get two elections <laughs> right because <laughs> rampage for the west coast is gonna start at <laughs> seven o'clock like that's <laughs> wow it's about to be like, lit baby yeah, that's, that is a big difference <laughs> that's a huge difference of like nah man our evening is just getting started here I on the west wait. coast hurry up man tony Khan, bring that shit bro <laughs> i've been trying up. to like, see this shit for a long time like, we Damn. know it's supposed to be happening in may um and that uh, the the question is just what dates. I know uh, I've heard that uh, there's supposed to be um, that you've heard the same thing. It's the northern Rumors. Southern California. Rumor and then, has um, it. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> so um, we shall see. We shall see. We about to oh, see AEW out here in May. So fucking get ready if you're in California. Yeah. I don't know hey, if we're man. supposed to be saying that. Tony Khan's gonna be in Will Washington's DMs right now. Hey, look, I never guys. got that. First off, I. Uh, <laughs> First off, it's a, first off, Tony Khan himself put that out there that he said in the lead up to Double or Nothing, yeah. which happens at the end of May. Double or going Nothing's going to be, gonna be in Vegas, and then they're coming to fucking California. Yeah, so Shout like you know, before, I don't know. You there's know. there's nothing you can uh, uh, that, there's nothing new here that they're no. coming out to the West Coast in May, uh, but they're going to hit the major cities. So in May, that's gonna be cool. in, Got it. in California. Got it. Gotta give Matt Hardy props as well because he did he did his part in this match as well. He he teased the Jeff thing that we talked about last week. He, just, um, he left through the crowd. <laughs> he left through the crowd the exact so same good. way they did the and erratic Shibani, behavior thing. And Tony um, Schiavone said, uh, "This is really erratic behavior." Said the exact words. Love yeah. It. So yeah, that was that was great. I think the Jeff stuff is going to be good. Um, yeah, and I I like the way that they're building that feud on Twitter as well. Shout out to Matt. Um, yeah. Let's exit with our super chats shall we because van twinblade says how much to make will cosplay dan the dad uh quite a bit he's will the dad every day so yeah. <laughs> t5 the great says and that's why i f's with reg in this show <laughs> that rant was everything get them f's out uh, yeah say uh and mike says with riddle all i can think is cd sticker paper <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, Raphael says Jericho versus MJF was also my bathroom break at All Out. Hey. Oh, uh, as soon as that music hit, I said <laughs> no. Nope. Hey. <laughs> I said no. Nope. Then they're still singing this song so yeah. loud. Yeah. No, Wednesday. look, Judas oh is over, man. Judas, whatever. Stop. Judas is over. It's never gonna stop. Uh, look, Jericho it. seems it's never be, gonna stop. Jericho seems to be going heel too. Like I noticed a lot of stuff he was saying was Yo. not likable stuff. It felt like old Jericho. But that, that segment was great. Santana yes. killed that segment. Santana. Santana is a ph- phenomenal talker. Um, we've seen it before. We saw it in the Moxley feud and all of that. But like uh, when he gets a chance to get on the stick, and he got to like really talk down Jericho. I thought that was great shit. Man, uh, got a Ring of Honor title match coming up. And he way. does. Yep. Yep. Eloquent says WWE continues to influence the world. Yeah, that is that seems to be the nomenclature that uh, everybody. I tried to, uh, everybody's talking about these. this Ali tweet. And I pulled it up. He said, "I'll see you all in like two and a half years." <laughs> Ali tweeted that Mustafa Ali. Yikes! Yeah, I'll gonna, see you he, all in two and a half years. Jeez, he's, he's trying to go the. Uh, he's, he's going that uh, Pac route, huh? I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> uh, Mike yeah. says thoughts on Lashley and MVP. They are incredible. I think they are an incredible duo. Yep. Um, and fantastic. I think that uh, perfect pairing it, like Lashley wouldn't be in the same position as great as position as he is without MVP so shout out to MVP mm-hmm. hopefully yeah. one day we could talk to him on Grapsity 
Ryan said, in defense of the uh, Atlantic City crowd, placement was tough, and we thought it would be a squash based on the history. Uh, ended up loving it, but we were confused. Yeah, I mean, AQA wasn't somebody okay. you've seen before, so yeah. I can see where, like, you know, she's coming in, all right, she's going to get squashed really quickly by... Uh, but I think the tell should have been that she had an entrance. Right. Uh, she had yeah. music. And shout out Mikey Ruckus again, who said that he didn't hear about that till that afternoon. I'm and whipped up you, the, and got Ruckus that theme working. together. <laughs> and got a theme together for. Uh, um, so Ruckus, yeah, I yeah. have my friend here, AQA. Go for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I yeah. mean, hey, I, I do think the AQA started to win that crowd over. Um, yeah. And they did get up for the shooting star press. Yeah. Uh, Wrestle Voice says, did you guys notice Jade's chain wrestling on the ground? She is so special, and you can tell hmm. she has work. Wonder who taught her that. Wonder who taught her that. Wonder who taught her that. <laughs> uh, Dan says, I hope Jade uses the Tour of the Islands as an alternative finisher because she made that look so dumb. I like that better than a regular finisher, honestly. honestly yeah. I, like, let's switch I, it up. I do too. Yeah, hey, keep it as that. She said, Eye of the Storm. Somebody mm-hmm. tweeted it at her. Uh, they're like, you should call it Eye of the Storm. And she was like, I think I will. Yeah, uh, so, let's keep that. Uh, Mike says AEW has improved a lot in developing women's storylines, but only having one women's match on 99% of the shows means the stories progress at veer speed. (laughs) Um, Look, I, I, women's wrestling is coming. I agree. And I disagree. I do think that they should have more women's matches on dynamite, but I do like that. They have spent more time on TV building women's matches. I do think what they're doing with Layla and Chris Statlander, for example, is great. I think the stuff they're doing with Mercedes and Rosa is great. So good. They've come a long way. I I do think that there's still a ton of room to improve though. Yes. Yeah. Um, I do think that a second match is, uh, is, is necessary. Um, I think, I don't just want to see like a second match kind of shoehorned in like a, Hey, we're yeah. just doing a match just to do it. Like um, that five minute um, thing they did with Deeb. I think that's, I think that's leading to Sheeta's return but, though. Yeah, um, that, but I like I the th- story they're going to tell with that though. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like, cause there have been shows that had more than one women's match. We also had the, uh, um, same, what uh, St. Patrick's day slam last year, which mm-hmm. had two major feuds paid off on that show. We had uh, earlier in the show, it was Jade versus, uh, Red Velvet, and then uh, late in the show, we the main event was um, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa, and I think mm-hmm. that's one of those cases where you had two. Um, I'm not like I'm a quality over quantity guy. Like I do agree that I want to see more. Yeah, uh, but I want to see more where it matters. Like if Layla Hirsch versus Chris Statlander gets paid off on the same show that um, Sheeta and Deeb gets paid off, like that to me is you know. Or if we're working toward two major things, like that's how I feel. I don't necessarily just want to see um, kind of a, a box checked off, um, but I yeah. do agree that there should be more. Um, Kai says, "How long until Keith is TN Lee champion?" Not very long. Not very long. I feel like that's that's an easy one. Yeah. Shanika, uh, shout out Shanika. Uh, she says, uh, "I knew Keith Lee was showing up and still got hype slash emotional. That man looked so happy, and I was happy for him. That pop." was wild man i think the other part that's kind of left out he kind of had a really rough 2021 with health issues and everything going on so i think part of it just him being free to be himself and just a redemption story yeah he it just was really cool to see him out and wrestling. he got married and then he hit aw killing it which like uh, the sleuths of the internet figuring out that the honeymoon photos that he was posting were from uh, <laughs> 2020. Uh, they're like, wait, wait, wait. These look like vacation photos from a couple That's years funny. ago. So, 
Uh, Dan says, so many great things about Keith Lee's debut that I loved, but what I loved most of all was just how happy he looked. Every yeah. time he smiled, I smiled. Let Keith Lee be Keith Lee. Man, Marlo's that story. sign with his silhouette on it, that was fantastic. Yeah, right behind him. Yeah. But again, yeah. that's, you know, when you spoil it, you know, fans know to do things yeah. like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Irene says, the narrative that AEW doesn't market to blacks feels... Uh, black fans, blacks fans, feels <laughs> almost purposely dismissive of the black indie fans that are very invested it does. in the scene. I don't like that either. I agree. I, I see. I, there's a fine line because, like, the when, what you were saying earlier, like who they market for, they market as fuck to me. Like, so it's hard for <laughs> me. It's hard for me to be like they don't market to me. They market 100 percent to Righteous Ranch. So it's hard to like. It's hard. It's Big J, Big J sent a humper chat. Says fantasy booking. Brian faces all three that he called out for a faction back to back to back weeks, leading That's to happening. Mox, uh, Brian at Revolution. Just that's happening. Yeah, I hope so. And then I don't, I I don't know it. about that. I don't know about the Mox match. But, I think they're just going to end up being together. But that's going to happen. What if? So he called out um, Lee Moriarty. Called out Wheeler Yuta. Like what if? Uh, and Daniel Garcia. What if after facing all three of them, all three of them realize Brian was right, and then that's like. Brian leading a super faction of technical dudes who mm. kick fucking ass. I want it. Yeah. Speed it to me slowly. I, want I, want I, I don't think that Mox is going to join him, by the way. Yeah. I think that they're uh, yeah, going to have the match. Um, man. And I mean, we didn't talk about Jay White. Jay White. Jay White. Well, we'll get to up. talk about Jay White because he, he's going to have a match uh, next week. Next week. Against, um, yeah. against Trent Beretta. How about we end it like this? Jay White, mm, I don't really get it. Okay, nice <laughs> yeah. to know Wait, you. Wait, one more. Grapsity. We got one more. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, Num, uh, Num Locks says, uh, would WWE fire Ali if he started a Twitch? No, WWE's not going to fire Ali. That's no. the point here. Is that they're, making they're making a point. They're, <laughs> That's what they're, they're saying. Making they're being petty. Yeah, they're not going to fire him. They've told him they're not going to fire him. And uh, they're not going to let him go. Nope. Ladies and gentlemen, Mm-hmm. she's so, an award-winning uh, actress yes. okay uh and wait till our acting coach gets to hear all of this um but i want you to come back next week we got baron black on the show next week oh uh, sweet yeah and he'll be terminus. coming on to talk terminus excuse me terminus two uh so check us out next week uh and we'll be back here noon eastern 9 a baron black Pacific. not cheeseburger you racist 9 a.m. Pacific next week. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Have a good one. That's right. I am Will Washington. He's Righteous Reg. He is Philip Lindsay. Uh, We will see you next time. Have a great afternoon. Peace. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.